Welcome, folks, to the Goose Gossip Podcast. I'm your host, Levi Gerke. Thank you for tuning in. I have on a lot of great guests that come on to the show. Also have an Instagram and Facebook. Just look up the Goose Gossip Podcast. Helps you stay updated with new guest speakers as well as some great content. This podcast is brought to you by the following. Molt Gear. For 16 years, Molt Gear has been bringing the hunt hard, hunt alive philosophy with their lineup of calls, instructional material, and apparel. Each call is tuned by the owner of three-time World Live Goose Calling Champion Scott Trinan, based in the heart of Goose Country, Rochester, Minnesota. Check them out at www.moltgear.com. Dakota Decoy Company, established in 2007. Dakota Decoy Company has built and grown the company to offer a full lineup of top-quality decoys, blinds, and accessories that you, the demanding hunter, not only expects, but deserves. Located in Vermilion, South Dakota, along the Missouri River. Or check them out on www.dakotadecoy.com. Premium gunning decoys for demanding hunters. Mallard Bay is an Airbnb-style marketplace for discovering and booking guided hunting and fishing adventures. The Mallard Bay platform was built by sportsmen for sportsmen, and their mission is to help expand access to affordable and successful hunting by connecting you with verified outfitters across the U.S. You can browse trips and prices by state or species, select the dates you'd like to go, message outfitters, and make your deposit with a credit card. Fastest and easiest way to book a guided trip with a verified outfitter, go to www.mallardbay.com. Other guys' outfitters, home to one of the biggest concentrations of waterfowl in the United States. Great people, great hunting. Reach out to them on their Instagram and message them to book your hunt now or you will not want to miss out on their hunts next year. Bourbon Media prides themselves in being the leader in all things digital marketing for the outdoors industry. Websites, social media management, paid advertising, SEO, logo and design, and content creations. Focus more on your business and let the professionals at Bourbon Media increase your company's digital profits. Contact them on Instagram or Facebook at Bourbon Media or reach out to them on their website at bourbon-media.com. Webfoot Waterfowl Co., the most comfortable and trustworthy lanyards you can buy. Many options available from color to size. Head over to their website, www.webfootwaterfowl.com as well. You can find them on Instagram. Go check out their product. I have several of their lanyards. Love every single one I have. K2 Coolers, established in 2011 with a commitment to design a quality cooler that would give years of reliable service at very affordable prices. Located in Broussard, Louisiana, check them out at www.k2-coolers. When you think of K2 coolers, think real value, real cold. Big thank you out to all my listeners for enjoying this podcast as much as I do. It is great hearing from all the great feedback from all my listeners. Sit back and enjoy this episode. Welcome back, folks, to another episode of the Goose Gossip Podcast. We're here in Springfield, South Dakota, and we got Hayden Hunter, uh, Brandon Williams, and Cole Barsh. Um, boys, thanks for joining. Um, Hayden, you just want to start off with uh, introducing where you're from and, and your name, and then we'll just go to Brandon and then Nicole. Yeah, I'm Hayden Hunter. I'm from Elkton, South Dakota. Um, I do a lot of waterfowl hunting, turkey hunting, pretty much it. I'm Brandon Williams. I'm from Springfield, South Dakota. And 
I'm a professional guide, semi-professional, I'd say. Nicole's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it leaves me on a bad track here. You gotta say semi. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, I'm Brandon's cousin. Uh, I'm from, I'm Cole Barsh. I'm from Springfield, South Dakota. And uh, well, I got Girk here on a turkey hunt this weekend. Yeah, so. it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm a semi-pro uh podcast person you know not as good as joe rogan we were, we're sitting there we, brandon's like yeah we're gonna watch some joe rogan so that way levi knows that he's not the best in the podcast game <laughs> brush up yeah um so yeah we're down here to do some turkey hunting um thank you for that like i really appreciate yeah, that man. hopefully the weather plays a little bit of a better portion for us yeah it's kind of been shitty lately yeah turkeys don't really like fucking rain and 60 mile an hour winds but yeah like three days in a row it <laughs> fuckers hop windy. up in the roost and they end up in nebraska like <laughs> they, they strut and they're in the next state because they're taken yeah. away do you do any uh, turkey hunting yourself brandon at all yes i do i i mainly just do the archery side of it right just because i don't know i have a lot more fun shooting my bow at turkeys and right than toting a shotgun around what about you hayden archery and shotgun but when i'm doing shotgun it's more reaping or any anything yeah just more fun more of a thrill than shooting a shotgun out of a blind yeah is there a lot of public land over here then not really, not really. i mean you got one what two miles north of here and then some along the river but that's really about it yeah it's pretty hard to access good turkey hunting yeah yeah it looked like all the turkeys that we've been seeing is like all in private <laughs> the turkeys that we have seen mm -hmm. <laughs> well no that bigger group is on land that you can hunt right yeah. yeah no i mean we haven't obviously seen the birds that are around right now well, just like because of the weather though, yeah. yeah but we'll see a lot of birds this weekend it'll be fun hopefully you can get me on one i leave here springfield just pissed off cole's like <laughs> god damn the whole time he's just sitting here apologizing i'm like dude I don't care about hunting. I just care about the people that I meet. Yeah, I'll be like, man, dude, that was so fun. You'd be like, you fucking dick. Well, shit. Like, coming come here to the elevator and just sitting here chilling and, and, and drinking coffee at 9 in the morning. Or we came here at, like, what, 8, and we didn't leave till like, 11 o'clock, and we're just sitting there drinking coffee. Yeah, just bullshitting. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the shit that I like. I, I, don't, I don't like going places, and it's just about killing. Like, you don't go places to kill. No, you go to make memories, man. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't kill. <laughs> He goes Hayden. No. What about the semi-pro? He he almost probably doesn't kill anything either. I think I've filled the last four years in a row with my bow. Fuck off. <laughs> he doesn't miss, though. That's, that's the thing. Like two years ago, I was 62-yard shot just for shits and giggles on a Jake. Yeah, he called me and he's like, <laughs> yeah, I just shot a Jake at 62 yards. I'm like, you fucker. <laughs> just, just, to, just, to, just to throw yourself in that semi-pro um, professional like right. situation yeah <clears throat> i really don't get too caught up about turkey hunting as much as i do big game but i call it poor man's elk hunting yeah exactly i mean they, they act like elk and stuff. that's what i've heard i mean turkey hunting like you got to call and locate them and then you got to actually convince them to come in but i mean elk hunting's a whole different spectrum but i mean what's i mean what's like the biggest thing that's like everybody gets so drived about turkey season oh it's just the thumping in the gobble. It's that man. gobble, man. Yeah, I know. I don't yeah. understand that. <laughs> well, I, trust me, you'll understand if we. I mean, if we get a. Bird I hope within, I understand. If we get a bird within twenty yards and he lets one rip, you're gonna your heart will sink. Sitting there in the blind, yeah. right before the sun comes and up, and you don't even see him. in the roost. I like when you can hear him drumming. Yeah, yeah. We had that last weekend. Logan was down, and we had one come up over the hill, and he let one out, and. My freaking heart just dropped. I was like, son of a bitch. 
Yeah, you guys had turkeys literally roosting right above you. Why didn't you guys connect on one? <laughs> literally, they're sending us Snapchats of... Can't shoot them out of the tree. You can't? <laughs> no. Oh, why not? It's highly illegal or what? Yeah. Oh. A little bit. Like, who's going to... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> okay. Well, do you do any goose hunting, Brandon? I did with the Brock houses in Hayden. Yeah. Here about Still a month geese. ago. That's how I met Cole is we, gosh, who invited me? Was it? Fetrel. No, Hayden did. Oh, yeah, Hayden Cause, did invite Because Fetrel yeah. and I were like, because we had kind of got a little group together, and then Hayden's like, well, let me ask Girk. I'm like, who's Girk? And then here you are. The goose gossip big, guy big, that big, everybody has to say. Yeah. yeah. Big fan. That. Big fan. Big fan, hey, yeah. You got any stickers, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to buy a hat? No, just buy a hat. Yeah, no, it's closed now. You can't buy a hat. It's like a... It's like a slow like rhythm. I have a lot of people that go like, can I buy a hat? Are you, where's your merch? Where's your merch? Your merch? And then when my merch drop comes through, all those people that are saying those things, gone. Like they're just, because I, I get the order sheet, you know, because I want to see who's ordering. And when I first did my merch drop. Top seller. Yeah, Cole was the top, <laughs> top buyer, like the first go around. He bought like three or four things and it was just like, what the hell? But no. Um, yeah, no, I, I really hope I get to shoot a turkey this, this, uh, this Saturday. Yeah, man, it'll... I don't know. I mean, we got 60-degree weather coming this weekend. Hopefully the fucking wind stays down, but, you know, I mean, we got a lot of birds around this year compared to last year. I mean, we always have a lot of birds around, but... It looks like you have a lot of birds around. <laughs> I don't know. I'm never turkey hunted. Well, you haven't, you haven't you, really... You're not going to go to... You're not going to compare Springfield, South Dakota to Nebraska. No. You know what I mean? I mean, ask, like, Hayden was here last year and... Like I said, we have more birds this year than last year. A lot of birds, yeah. A lot of really? birds. Yeah. That's why I asked you. I was I mean, like, can... compared to like the hills or like you said, Nebraska, but yeah. there's a lot down here. Because they let out how many tags in, in the Black Hills? Like plentiful. Like they, yeah. They... You can buy them over the counter most of the time. Really? That's pretty much what it's like here. I mean, usually when you put in, it's almost automatic. Last year, I don't know if they didn't give as many tags out or. Did they do 250 this year or 200? I think 250. Last year, I. Had a couple buddies didn't even get any, so I was kind of surprised by that. Because yeah, I, I didn't draw last year. Yeah, for no, shot, for shotgun. Yeah, normally it's automatic. Because I bought one like two years ago, and then I ended up never going, and I was kind of sad about that. But I was not going to go all the way out to the Black Hills to DIY a turkey. There's no way, like, and I'd be pissed the whole time. I probably just, I'd probably just stay at the hotel and get sloshed. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, there's no reason to go out there and DIY it. There's just no reason. Some guys go crazy over it, though. Yeah, exactly. Like you? I'm not the no mountain lion hunting, but not well, yeah, yeah. Fucking mountain man. Yeah, showing us showing us uh, trail cams of mountain lions over here in Springfield. I'm like, I knew it was like even in the plat, like the plat section too. There's mountain lions, but do people hunt mountain lions over here in, in Springfield? No, no. <clears throat> they're. Nobody really knows where to look for them or how to look for them here. Out yeah, here. but I mean, like, like we were saying this morning, pro. like, <laughs> like we were saying this morning, I mean, you'll see them once a month and then you'll get like back to back days of two different cats or something like that. It's just, they're not consistent at all. They wow. go from here to Yankton that they just kind of go back and forth. Really? I got a buddy that me and him found a bathroom. It's like a big litter box. Yeah. And this lion goes up underneath this deck of this old abandoned house and you can see where he's making scats and we just bought mount line urine online for like it's like a hound tracking yeah. site and they sell like bobcat urine fox urine mount line urine 
And that and just gets them riled up or what? Well, he, territory. 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 I mean, you piss them off. Very oh, okay. territorial. So he comes through. Say so he'd come through like once a week, maybe every two weeks, and he'd just refresh in that scrape over the top. And we'd just stuck cameras around there. Yeah. One by I mean, shit, I think there's three different lines hitting it. Wow. So do you have you have you ever went lion hunting then? I've killed four of them. Oh yeah, that, that would that would equal up to a lot, you know. Mainly I just go out to the Black Hills of South Dakota and because those tags are fairly easy to get yeah, out. Yeah, it's, it's over the counter. It's over the counter. Pretty Is much. it? Yeah. It's pretty automatic. It's just your percentage rate of killing one is like low. Like really low. 20%? Not even. Yeah, I doubt it. Because no one puts in the time for it. Usually. I mean, they just get it to get it. And I mean, if they see one, then they're I shooting know, it. I know it's guys kind of have been going out being there. out and about doing it. Right, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've, so did you shoot year four with hounds or just like going out in general? So the Black Hills is closed to hounds. Oh, really? You draw a Custer State Park tag and they do a different hound seasons in the park. And I think that's pretty much a once in a lifetime deal. Right. But this is just boot hunting. What about, yeah, and then see, we were talking about like the bighorns in uh, South Dakota. They let, they let just like one tag go a year. Do you know how that works? Like, because it, it's an auction, and like, am, am I mistaken that I've heard stories that it went for almost like two hundred thousand dollars? Boy, what did it go for? Is that a reasonable like price that it went for? Yeah, Montana. Was yeah, like, it was Montana. This last year was like three seventy. Wait, why? There's a there's only one in Montana. One tag they sell out of Montana. One out of Wyoming. They do Utah. If they do New Mexico, Idaho. I mean, they were protected at, for a while. At the sheep they? show in Reno, yeah, they they auctioned all these tags off and hundreds of hundreds of thousands of dollars. And none I, of it goes to charity or nothing I like that. I forget if this one went for two eighteen or three eighteen. That year, I guided a guy that drew the elk tag and the sheep tag in the same year. And that's and, and that that price is not including like the guide or anything. No, oh, you don't have the guide. So does for that one in the it's mainly they just go to the Badlands because the Badlands hand produce hand. the the world record <laughs> archery tag right. or archery sheep Pope and Young world record come out of the Badlands. So it's pretty sought after to be there. I'm sure there's guys watching. Them right, coming out and calling that dude, say, "Hey, get your ass over here!" These people. I got a family friend that was out there last, no, two years ago. I think it was two years ago, and uh, he ended up drawing a tag after like thirty years. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's in, he's probably sixties. See, I and just, he like was just shy of like an inch shy of the South Dakota record. Wow. So, See, I heard a story about Nebraska, the bighorn sheep there. And it's just like one tag over by like uh, Scott's Bluff, and yep. um, the gentleman was sitting there telling me that like they sought like they have like eight to ten trucks on like a quarter mile section or a whole mile section, and they don't let that bighorn sheep out of their sight <laughs> the whole entire time just for one person. Right, and it's like you're talking about you're talking about there is no fucking up, there is none. Like it, it, that that bighorn sheep is not going anywhere except for getting killed. Right. Oh, uh, the the badlands ones, they wait for them to, the ewes to come out, 
and feed on this winter wheat yeah just on the north side of the entrance and the mules will be in heat into october them rams will follow them out there Ooh. and you can catch them on public land right. going up to them wheat fields and that's how you get them you want to shoot a billy goat i want to shoot a billy not goat really what <laughs> why not <laughs> What the fuck are you going to do with it? A, no, a big white billy goat. Yeah, what are you going to do with it? Mountain goat. Kill it. Like a mountain, mountain goat? Mountain goat. Whatever, billy goat, well, mountain I, goat. A, I mean. a male's a billy, yeah. What, what's the difference? Okay, what, what what was I saying wrong there? Well, I mean, billy goat can go several ways. You can okay, have a yeah. fucking farm goat or a... <laughs> That's true. That's just true. bought this one at the auction. <laughs> yeah, the, come here, you little fucker. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot. I'm just gonna release you up in the mountains real quick, and we're gonna just pen raise you. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, what's it? What's like one of your guys' dream hunts to go on, like big game wise? Marco Polo. Marco Polo. What, what the, the hell is that? that? A Marco Polo. What the hell is that? You want to? It's ex- elaborate. It's like <laughs> a bighorn sheep on steroids. That's the name of the bighorn sheep. They are called a Marco Polo. Marco. Jamie, they're, check it out. They're like Uzbekistan or Afghanistan. Oh, you're talking like across the. Yes. I'm looking it up. And they're right at now. like, I forget if they're at like 15,000 a foot. Jesus. Have you ever went to anywhere like out of the country? No. No. I don't. I don't. I. Okay, I'm looking it up right now. Oh my gosh, them things are massive. Let me see this thing. And look they, at, look at the, the horns just sit there and curl like three times. That ain't no damn ram. <laughs> no, that's that's some natural beast. That's a super ram. That's a super ram. Where are them things that you said? Oh, Afghanistan, Pakistan. Oh my gosh, yeah. Do you ever? You probably run into like <coughs> army people. What are you guys doing here with guns? I think he, in some of them areas, you got to get passed by like the area kings. Right. Get permission to go in and, and get one. Right. Yeah, exactly. So now you do yourself some, some guiding out in the, the, the mountains. It's Wyoming, right? Yep. Yeah. You know, you've been, that was the whole coffee talk this morning. I, we were sitting there and I was like, and then you're like, yeah, I do some guiding over Wyoming. And I'm like, okay. And then, and two then you hours start, later, you start two here. hours later, I'm sitting here. I'm like filling up my coffee cup every time. I'm like, what in the fuck is this guy talking he's about? out fucking catalogs and yeah. showing you a 400 <laughs> picture. He's like, he's showing us the prices. It's not that much. I swear. It's, it's, it's just a fair price. It's so worth it. <laughs> yeah, just pull out this loan to come shoot an elk with me, buddy. I don't care. <laughs> I know Caleb would damn sure get you a job if you wanted. Right. Yeah, I know. But. Jobs like that, you gotta you gotta be fit. You see this guy? This guy ain't going on a horseback Dude, ride. Drop twenty pounds in two oh. weeks, I guarantee it. Yeah, and then they're probably what not gonna you lose. I lost. I forget. I was at two hundred when I left the you house. You lost like thirty pounds in like three weeks. Yeah, you come back at like one sixty, one seventy. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. You were skinny, man. I was bummed so, up. How much hiking do you do um, when you're actually do hunting the elk then? Just depends on where the elk are at. When you're when you're when you're hiking or sorry, when you're riding around in the horses, like you're locating. Do you like what's the farthest distance that you've like got off of your horse and after you located an elk and you're like, okay, we got to go this kind of far. A mile or two, maybe really? at the most. Because like they don't spot you in the ravines or anything like that. The elks, like if you're locating, well, they do. Yeah, they're mostly above you the whole time. I mean. I suppose you're you gotta worry going about your... up to them because they're we're at eight thousand something odd feet and the elk are ten four. 
Right. Yeah, and you got to choose the right time of day because of the thermals, right? Yeah, you got to get your ass up in the morning too. Yeah, because it was getting hot out this last summer out there, or this last fall, is very unseasonably warm. It was like that across the whole United States. Oh, Everybody just terrible. got screwed by weather, the, like just screwed. The smoke, the haze. Does does weather affect big game then as well? Because I mean, obviously, like waterfowl, it affects it. Oh my gosh, it affects it hugely. Well, we didn't have any fires close to us. It just it's so damn hazy up there. Oh, okay. Was it made for a bitch glassing? But right. towards the end of season, like the areas where the big wildfires were, they got snow and put them out. And yeah, end of October it was it was really nice. But shit, the last day of hunting season, I think it was eighty two. Right. Jesus. Give us a description of like, kind of like when you rock into camp, because I know you were using pens and stuff like that. Kind of describe it with words, like when you roll up into camp, what it's kind of like then, you know, with this horseback riding and mule riding. I mean, when you roll in, is it, is it just like majestic or you said it's tense and everything? Because I was like, I, I asked you the question, I'm like, do you, are you available to like remodel? And I sound like an idiot because you're like, yeah, I mean, yeah, we can remodel the tent, how we set it up. <laughs> did, you, did you see those trails? Yeah, those Good trails God. are gnarly. So... There'll be three or four hundred tents, and you'll have visqueen tops and a tarp floor, and you got your own little stove in there, mm-hmm. and the camp jack lights your stove every morning before you get out of bed so your tent's nice and warm and you get dressed. You have, I think our, shit, our cook tent was damn near 60 foot long. We had a big kitchen table and a full kitchen in the back. Yeah. And then we had a place to store wood in the back of that. And then the cook had his own tent. We had two shitter tents, a shower tent, and a guide tent. So there's like a total of like eight to ten tents or? Yeah. Yeah. And a tack shed too. Now you said at the beginning when we started talking or like in between it when we were doing the coffee talk is like uh, beforehand like everything gets goes and gets set up. And then you said... It has to get taken down at a certain time by the end of these dates or? Well, typically they they set up like right at the end of their summer trips. Okay. So they do fishing trips, trail rides, whatever. At the end of that, the hunting crew will kind of come in and we'll go to each big camp because they run four camps. This year, they this last year, they run three. Yeah. And I went to all four different locations, and I helped set two of the camps. And it's a motherfucker. Like, it's work. It is, I bet. There ain't no electronics. There ain't Dang no, it. I can't go now. There ain't no gas-powered can't snap. I can't Snapchat my friends or anything like that. At Caden Brockhouse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's going he's gonna to be squirming like a little motherfucker up there. No. Oh, my gosh, dude. That cat can't. No, he because he takes, he takes almost seven days to respond, and he goes, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Caden. No, that's funny. That kid will be freaking going nuts. Yeah, he's but he's a, he, when he puts his mind to something, just like those, anything of those Brockhouse boys, anything outdoors, they'll, they'll, they'll go ape shit. I, I well, example A today is fucking... <laughs> Dog shit out and they yeah, killed they three killed, turkeys. Killed three turkeys, yeah. Today. Yeah. 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 Those Brockhouse boys. Are I mean, I obviously the weather's a little bit different I, out in the hills. I call but. them Justin Beaver killers. They <laughs> 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 got their feathered mottled hair. Like how perfect can you get? 
Right. Yeah. Like exactly. they're the poster child for like everything. They look like Abercrombie and Finch model. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Especially Connor. He's like he's like an Instagram star just because of the style of his hair and everything. It's, it's all on the flow. Hayden, mud flaps. Oh yeah, dude. You need to fucking cut that thing, man. <laughs> he took his hat off. Like, you need to cut that thing. You need to reframe the mullet. Yeah, fucking redneck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I'm happy for you, man. You got hair. Yeah. I'm fucking yeah. twenty years old and I you just keep I'm, the you just keep the hair around your hat back. around your ball cap so that way it looks like you have hair. Dude, <laughs> I'm gonna be bald in three fucking years. So it doesn't grow here or here or here. No. But it grows right here. Yeah, so like sideburns. So you're saying mustache. it just grows in all white trashy like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least you can grow a mustache. I've been trying to grow my mustache out for too long. I'm not gonna lie, yours looks like shit. I know. Don't, you had a don't remind you had me. A, you had a straggler hanging over your lip today. I just yeah. I wanted to clip that fucker. <laughs> Probably when I was, it, it, every once in a while I grab it with my when I'm eating and it just hurts like hell. But yeah. huge tip for that. Shout out to Just for Men uh, mustache dye. <laughs> it works. <laughs> they sponsor me next week. No, that's funny though. Are you excited to to get back out there then? Oh yeah, like boss man said. If I try getting out of it, he said he's going to drive across fucking Wyoming, South Dakota, come get my ass. And <laughs> yeah, because he said it was only his, last year was your first year. That was my first year guiding professionally. Semi. Quote, semi. 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 So I... Maybe two more years and you'll be professional. I, I don't know how to handle different clients from week to week, you know? Oh, so I like, imagine the clients that you get is completely different from the clients that, like, say, right. like, It ain't like taking anything. your fucking buddy, you know? No, absolutely. But you got to make him your buddy, because some of them cocksuckers are... <laughs> <laughs> okay, since you're on this subject, what's one of the one of the worst? And you can just say Bob is well, his name. it wasn't me. Bob. Okay. It was Bob. Uh, it, it was, was Bob. It, Bob was being a cocksucker. <laughs> he was in a different camp. I just heard stories. Oh, okay. So this is a, this was a, so meat run is in the middle of the week. So the first animals you kill them first couple days, they do a meat run, and they haul two three elk out of there, and every camp goes on the same day. Yeah. Well, you also get a little grocery list, and this guy needed what the fuck was boss water. No, like <laughs> gluten-free bread. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I yeah. don't get lost. Like, yeah, man. He brought his own bag of elk shit for cover scent, and they said he was taking elk shit and rubbing it in his hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, he was one of a kind then. What he, the fuck? He was a good kind of guy. <laughs> Ain't catch my wind. He's not in there. <laughs> I don't know. I'll be on the horse in front of him. <laughs> He's fucking goofy. <laughs> I didn't have anybody like that. All my clients are pretty good shit. Are they? They're pretty, I mean, they're pretty favorable. Like, you even sitting there talking about the one that had, you know, his crossbow and everything, and it's like, why didn't you shoot and this and that? I mean, that's got to be a big frustration. Yeah. You know, big city guy, lawyer. Yeah, how is that big, getting them big in? Big 40 bull at 60 yards broadside with a crossbow. He is on one of them shooting sticks, Dan. Like, oh, my Lord. He is... Like rock solid, rock solid stance, yeah. and he wouldn't take the shot. And I'm like yelling in between him and this elk, like shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, <laughs> yelling it. And the elk didn't even budge. And he finally did. He he went at us because the wind was swirling. Yeah, but he stood there for I don't know 30, 40 seconds to give him a hell of an opportunity for a shot, and he just wouldn't take it. Right. But he's like, I just practiced at 50. I'm like, shit. Nerves, you got a man. crossbow, dude. It's probably <laughs> nerves. Do you, do you see any younger guys like ourselves, like that dads pay for them to come on a, on a guided trip well, like that? he paid 
for his son-in-law and his son-in-law's brother okay. to be out there. And how, how old were those son-in-laws then? Shit. In their 20s. Really? Yeah. And yeah. do you see those people, they like actually soak it in? Or are... What my main question is: These clients, do they actually soak it in, or are they just there for the kill? Like, do they actually enjoy the whole aspect of it? And you can you see that? Repeat clients soak it in every time. Okay, yeah, like is, that's their reason to go. And it's different for them each time, right? Right. Is it different each time for yourself? Then each like each each time you pack in and out because you said I think like you went in and out yeah, like, eight it, times. It it, it <clears throat> weather up there changes so damn fast. Like it could be 82 and then a full out blizzard two hours later, you know, it just, it changes so much. It's conditions are fucking crazy. Right. Exactly. I mean, it was so interesting hearing the stories from you and it was just, and me and Cole and it, it was Hayden and I was like, can we have Brandon on? Like, that'd be, <laughs> the guy can, the guy can talk like a son of a bitch. It's, oh man. There's stories I forgot up there. Holy shit. It's cooler stuff. Yeah, I couldn't get it. It's suctioned up. We're just trying to get some beers out of the K2. But oh, K2. What's like one of the... Yes. What's one of the worst things about uh, Big Game up there? Oh, Ooh, excuse me. Grizzlies. Yeah. There's a lot of big the, stories about Grizzlies. A lot of the frustration I had was with stock I didn't know. Mm, yeah. Horses or mules. Right. It's like if you get forget to throw a chain halter on a mule and some bitch and that's, don't want to lead out. That's one of your responsibilities then, isn't it? Right, right. And the Wrangler's part to do with it too because he knows it better than I do. I, you get a different horse every day from week to Like they rotate. They run on rotation. Right. So one week you'll have two different horses to ride all week and then – the next week you switch you just keep switching mm -hmm. so in two and a half months you'll probably get on 30 40 different head of horses wow yeah and you said most of the mules that you guys run are like just packing stuff out and the horses are actually the trail riding yeah so do those mules are they just more content just hauling something rather than having somebody responsible on on like riding them some of them they could give a shit less the pictures you were showing of some of the mules were just beefy like they almost looked like them budweiser horses <laughs> yeah they literally <laughs> did didn't like you looked at their hooves and it's like them fuckers move some shit you know yeah, they get wore down i mean it's a long season on them I mean, they travel a hell of a long you way. said that one was like 35 years old yeah he's 34 jeez He's been going up there since 92. When were you guys born? <laughs> Fucking 2002. <laughs> exactly. Exactly 24 years ago from today. Yeah. No yeah. Shit. Happy, happy birthday, birthday yeah. Girk. Yeah. <laughs> Big shout out to Girk. I wish, it was, I wish it was my 100th, 100th episode. Wouldn't that be gnarly? I think this is like 98. 98. Or it might be 99. I can check it real quick. But no. I. It's getting up there. It is. Yeah, I'm getting up there. I'm almost halfway up the hill. Yeah, man. You're fucking falling off the wagon already oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> he's just getting started no this is 96 but anyways yeah how, how young are you brandon i'm 36 oh okay yeah no you got i started too late yeah is that why i'm glad i did it though i got i'm divorced so any of any of us three if we got in the right pit shape it would work oh yeah really how much like how much work did you do like before you went out there like you know what i mean like training wise like yeah what's the skills that wise? or did you just kind of get into shape like because you went out 
what three weeks early i went out or a month early two weeks it was two weeks before archery season started so did you guys go up beforehand like we went up for a week before to set a camp and then rode out and then the boss texted me when i was out and he asked me if i wanted to do a sheep hunt what's your second week on the job (laughs) <laughs> I don't know where boss, the damn sheep are And the boss asks you to go sheep hunting What the fuck do you say Fuck yeah Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I would go anywhere to hunt bighorn sheep Yeah So <clears throat> The client we took was Less He was very out of shape Yeah And probably shit He's close to his 70s No Boy Packing out on a on a horse and everything, nine miles in. <laughs> yeah, but you think about that though. Like, was it like was it a tag that he's been applying for forever? I mean, it takes a lifetime oh, yeah. to get these tags. He's a resident of Wyoming. I hope oh. he works for Hunting Fool magazine. It's like a one time deal. I mean, it's, yeah, when you get it, that's you don't it. fuck it up. <laughs> I mean, you try to go to get it, but we couldn't. It was hot. It was terrible, terrible hot. And them rams are tucked in them corners so tight and. So there's a lot on the line when when somebody gets this tag. Right, right. I should. I went and glassed at them guys for four days, and we never saw a shooter ram. Really? And then Chris, my coworker, he had a tag. I think he hunted 37 days before he got his. 37 days. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. I mean, so... Why is it that there's only one tag? Is it like almost one tag across the United States? There, there's no for bighorns. Oh no, shit, Wyoming. I don't, I don't know how many they issue. There's quite a few. Is there? Yeah, but this, it's like the same thing with. I mean, the success rate is fairly low because no one puts the work or the time in. Because right. them you, fuckers you, are up at the top of the peak. You got to hire an outfitter or, or go with an outfitter. You can't do it. Like on your own DIY. What's the price on a bighorn sheep hunt then? Oh, for us it's nine thousand. Yeah, I think I think so. Like fairly to a lot of people that can't afford that. Like you guys, like those big big game hunters and outfitters, they aren't on Instagram. They're not out anywhere because they're not contouring themselves to that. You know, right? The people that can afford that. They're, they're, they're looking at magazines and shit like that or poster boards at Cabela's, you know? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ain't going to find some 70-year-old guy or even... What's, what's the youngest guy that came there on his own? Oh, man. I've seen some guys from Wisconsin that, that look fairly young. I don't know. I don't... Archery season was probably the youngest group, and they're in their 20s. Really? They obviously have good jobs. Yeah. Most of the guys... I decided to spend my money on a lot of other things. It just varied. <laughs> I mean, varies by money, too. I mean... Okay, say... So, okay, let's Nobody was it. showing up in a fucking station wagon, you know? They're <laughs> rolling up in some, some nice rigs. Cadillac CTSVs. <laughs> no, nobody's going to show up in a Tesla going elk hunting. They're, yeah, you never fucking know, man. They got the trucks right. now. Yeah. <laughs> but to some of them guys, I think it didn't matter. Like, if... If they're a repeat customer, it didn't matter how much money they made, they'd come back. Right. They just love that place. So do they do they get to pick kind of what their food and menu and like like do they they get alcohol and everything up there too? You're supposed to 
let the guys know beforehand. Okay. If you're allergic, have any food allergies. Or if you uh, want your... Otherwise, it's all on the cook. Bush light. <laughs> or your gluten-free bread. I would want some definitely some Coors Banquets up in the mountains up there, you know? So that would be a top pack. Like, that'd just be thrown on the top. Mm-hmm. You might be able to bring, like... I can't sneak them in my backpack. Time. Most of the guys bring whiskey up. Yeah, because that lasts a lot longer, and you don't have to keep it chilled or anything I don't like think... That. I've seen maybe our camp cook, Charles on a request to go to town it's like the only time i seen a dr pepper up there was him drinking really that wow like, otherwise there's no soda pop you got big gatorade containers right and they either mix like gatorade mix or just straight water well i mean you guys are on probably a fairly strict diet i mean just for yourselves oh shit we ate like kings. Up well, there. I know. I'm just saying. If like, you only have to walk a mile each time. No, I know. I'm just saying. Like I eat better there than I did at home. You know, like the pop. <laughs> that's thing. the crazy part. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. Man. Eating eating better at some mountainside in Wyoming than you can go to come go to some steakhouse. You. But I feel like the flavor of anything like that is so much better when you're out there in the wilderness. Uh, and, you know, you come back from a you know six hour hike or something like that with packing out i'm sorry i'm serious a ham sandwich is going to taste amazing oh yeah with a little yeah. bit of mustard we had a wood oven and then they have propane heaters yep and most of the cooking was done over propane is it just one cook there then yep okay yep one and cook per camp is it just is it just like lunch and supper or do they breakfast lunch and supper or is it just it, it all it's like a lunch situational you, lunch you pack with you oh okay if he's got some leftovers and you're there at noon, he'll he'll heat you something up. Right. And then supper is balls out awesome. Right. Like but, bueno. And that cook, he probably doesn't pack in and out. He's just he's he's there he, the whole time. He goes in and he's there the whole time. The whole time. The whole time. Really? Nobody How many days is that for the cook then? He rides in he wrote in August the 15th. Is his chef hat like bouncing when he's going through the mountain? <laughs> and then he wrote out October the 24th. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. He, he go nuts. Two <laughs> months of, I mean, obviously you still around people, but like, right. man, that's crazy. That is crazy. You, what, you're back in there 30 miles? It's 34 from Trailhead. Mm. What's a guy like that do all day long? Like when you guys are out hunting and stuff. Oh man. Yeah, especially like no. He plays Xbox on the flat screen. (laughs) He's got a Wi-Fi antenna sitting up off the tent. He's got to have breakfast ready by say five o'clock. So he's up in the food cache probably around two a.m. Wow. He's getting his fires going in his in his kitchen. He's getting that food. He gets his money worthy. Oh yeah. Right. He puts his time in. It's that dude works. So how often do you? Are they? Are these cooks, have they been here for a long time, or are they new cooks uh, because Charles, they get tired of it, or what? Oh, Charles worked at an outfitter before. He's, like, this is professional chef shit. Like, this is, Oh, like culinary arts type shit. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Not hot dogs and brats. Not hot dogs and brats. Ribeyes. What about what about when someone har- or kills an elk? Do they do they? It's we. It's up to the client if they want to cook it. We do not cook it. Oh, you've never had elk up there when you're shooting elk? Nope. Really? Never. Once. Why not? Nope. It's just the rules of the outfitter. 
If I'm shooting an elk up there, I'm sh- I'm eating some elk while Even I'm if somebody there. was, like, I think it's I like a liability thing. Well, I mean, you think about. I it. I, I forget how it goes, but <laughs> they will not cook an elk for a client. What? That's if, weird. If he wants to give, can I can I me take it? as a guide like a tenderloin? Yeah, I can go. Like after the hunters are done eating, yeah, and I I can go in in the cook tent and cook that loin up, or even over my stove in my tent. Yeah, but they will not cook elk for the client. Okay, here's a quick question: Someone harvests an elk second day in. Um, how does that meat not get saturated? They put it in the food cache, and then when I when I say meat run, that gets taken down. And there's a meat run every day. Every three, three third days? day, third day on and the that- third day of the hunt, there's two guys typically, or maybe even one string, right. And how does that meat get tagged when um, when they do get back? Because, I mean, you, yeah, they, they take it all there, probably. They put it all in them bags, yep. them cotton bags, and then it's all tagged his name and shit on there. Because he's not actually with the kill he when it gets with back. with the meat, no. Yeah. And the skull goes down with his tag on it. Right. And they take that to a butcher, and it's processed. So when he rides out. That's ready to go. It's wow, ready and that's go. part of the gig? Oh really? Butching, food, everything. This is, this I think probably... he, he probably has to pay the butcher that that meat bill. Okay, just because. But, still, but I mean, that's pretty. It is nice. a service yeah, they do. I mean, if you're spending eight nine grand, you really worried about a butcher bill, right? Exactly. Or you can go. No. No. They'll they'll take it to the shop and and put it in a cooler and hang it. So if you want to okay. do it at home yourself, then right, you go but... pick it up at the shop. But it ain't spoiling. Right. So I never seen any spoil. A lot of these like returning clients are they mounting every elk that they take? Not really. No, it's just kind of like a I. It's a success thing for them in, internally. Uh, I didn't kill any big bulls this year, so all minor Europeans are just cap. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like when you harvest an elk, or when a client harvests an elk, or sorry, kills an elk, um, when you guys are skinning it and everything like that, is there a descriptive way of like, okay, I want this in a head mount. Do you have to like skin it differently and everything? I'll, I'll cape it if he wants it caped. Oh, you will cape it for them? I will cape it up there. For okay. Is there, but, there's no way to full body mount an elk. Is that a stupid question? I'm sure you can. You can, but it's... I bet you that's like in the $10,000. <laughs> yeah, but imagine that you're back in there 34 it fucking even, miles. It How wouldn't are you even fit in this room. Oh, you'd... you'd have to be a multi-billionaire like me. You'd have to go in with a I'd helicopter. I'd probably tell him to get bent. <laughs> You'd probably have to go in with a helicopter with that shit. And yeah, you were saying shit about helicopters today too, about how it's like, what, what, what was the price? It was like forty thousand. Forty grand just to come in and pick you up. Well, yeah, if it's it's if you ain't got insurance, it's gonna be a hefty, hefty bill. Yeah, and insurance probably gonna cover like ten percent of that. No shit. <laughs> cover that whole thing i don't want to find out yeah no okay is uh you were telling a story about a person that get hurt up there what about clients have they ever obviously they got to sign the waiver and this and that and the other but like have you ever seen one like get bucked off by a horse or this and that or other maybe like just get hurt is there medical attention at the camp that's small scale or there's a first aid kit (laughs) that's about the size like this like and whoever knows something about something (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I seen this on ER one time. Yeah, I seen it on nine one one ravine. Yeah, it's, you're funny. on your own. I mean, right? Well, I mean, when you're that high up and thirty six miles from any kind of any kind of like normal people or any McDonald's, I mean, the nearest McDonald's is probably like probably hundred miles away. 
Yeah, you got to go to Cody, Wyoming. Yeah. So where where our camps are at are are typically on the east and southeast corners of Yellowstone National Park. Oh, you got to go in from the North Fork to one camp, and then the other three you can hit off the South Fork Road going south out of Cody. So your first year here, are you going to get sick of it? You do. You do already? Respect. You miss home sometimes. Yeah. I bet. So I have, you miss me. I have three little guys at home, and I get to missing them pretty bad. And it's just, it gets rough. I'm mentally very oh absolutely very. like you 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 have to have the mindset that anything that you've done in normal life aspect your entire life once you go to that point you literally describe and leave everything that you've ever thought of you can't talk to anybody you can't there's no interaction there's no interconnection with the world no I mean you could bullshit and say you done this or say you done that right until you get up there it does not fucking matter what you did right <laughs> like and like, see, and then you'll sit here and describe stories like during the coffee talk and like actually being there is a completely different story. Like when you're sitting there talking the grizzly stories, like I was very content with hearing them, but I'm like, still like you saying they're sitting there that he dumped a clip right in basically the bear's ear. And I'm like, in the hell? It's one thing to hear it. And you're like, it's very descriptive. And then it's like, if it actually fucking Imagine happened, it to you. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be running up to the nearest pine tree and going, hiding behind it going, what in the fuck? Well, sometimes he ain't got that kind of. Shelter. No, yeah, exactly. Or that warning. There. Why'd you? Okay, so why'd you call them inlet grizzlies? What's the difference? Inland. Or inland, okay. It's an inland grizzly bear. It is way different than a coastal. A coastal would be your brown bears in Alaska. Right. On Kodiak, all that. Like, they're mega giants. Okay. This is like a smaller version of it. Right. <laughs> Didn't look small in the pictures earlier. <laughs> it's like a 500-pound stick <laughs> at you. Yeah, no kidding. I don't know. Them things, you, you're sitting there saying some of the mountain guys that have been there years and years and years, like they, they're like, ah, they're not, they're not 100 yards. Who cares about them? Right. It, it just doesn't, they don't give a shit. I mean, you see them every day. Do the clients, do they get just beat red whenever they see one? They're like, oh, God. God, well, shit. <laughs> depends on the time when you see them too. I mean, yeah, or where they're at. Like, if you see them in the dark or twilight, it it's pretty hair raising. Yeah. Um, most of the time they run. I mean, if you're yelling at them, they'll they'll book ass out of there. I got gotcha. you. I have I had one follow me one time, and he went a couple miles, and then just started yelling at him and. He just kind of moseyed on off and he pushed his way out the yeah. rest of the day. I never encountered a cub or a sow, so I got you. I was Thank pretty, God. pretty blessed yeah. with that. I seen them. So in August, they're up high on the mountain. Right. And you'll see them, and they're up in the rock slides and in that, that rubble. Yep. And they're shit nine, ten thousand foot up, and they're flipping rocks over, and they're eating moths, or they're eating berries like that early season. Yeah. But there's a time when that switches. When they know when hibernation is coming. Yeah. And they go to more extremes to get meat, and then 
you're shooting one or two mule deer and elk in one in one basin and you have the same bear just hanging out by you waiting for you to dump something didn't you say one of the guides or whatever has one of the has a name of one of the grizzly bears or was i they named a couple of them i seen the one they called him mowgli because yeah. he just kind of hung out in the same meadow. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's at the other end of that meadow all the time. There's Mowgli. <laughs> it's Mowgli. That's that black fucker, you know? Yeah, he's a big black, dark colored grizzly bear. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's a black bear. You're like, <laughs> no, that is not a black bear. <laughs> um, black bears don't ever get even that close to that size, do they? Caleb would be my boss. Oh, yeah. Black bears, shit. But hell, there's bears in South Carolina get 700 freaking pounds. These grizzly bears like five, six hundred pounds. Really? Yeah. Gosh. But there's a difference between a sack of shit in South Carolina of a, of a black bear. Right. It's a big fat raccoon. And then you have a predatorial grizzly bear that runs down elk and moose and right. swats them and kills them. Like there's a big difference in in that weight category. Um, Caleb named a bear by the camp I hunted at the year before. I forget if you called him Fred the Alcoholic Bear. <laughs> he would, one night he snuck into camp and he, somebody left a case of beer out by like the fire pit. Yeah. They left it set outside overnight. Yeah. And he come in there and he bit all them cans open and he drank all that beer. <laughs> Like he was just waddling out. He he was pretty friendly. Steve I never French. I never got to run into him this year. But Caleb said you'll know it's him because he'll come up and he'll sit by you while you're quartering them out. He'll sit at twenty feet and watch you and just sit there and wait for you to get done. Does that sketch you out? Uh, that sketches the shit. Out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no way you can I get used be, to that. I'd be yelling at him and freaking chucking rocks. Have you ever seen those videos of like somebody was, uh, I think they were skinning some type of deer or something like that. And they set their camera up like behind them and like was just taking a video of them skinning their elk or their killer or something like that. And then they went back and they looked down on the computer and there's this mountain lion eyes, like just sitting there watching them the whole hour that they're sitting there cleaning it. Like, and they had no clue. And it's like, right there, you were you were minutes, maybe. That was your last living days, possibly. Oh, yeah. They're so fucking quiet. I mean, that's oh. what they do. They just fucking, they hunt. I mean, yeah. any easy kill they can get on, they'll, they'll do it. Them grizzly bears, you can't hear them either. You can't? No. They're slow walkers. They got them big padded feet. It was a question that I was going to ask you when we were doing the coffee talk. Um, when you, Say you run across a trail of or a track of a grizzly can... From the knowledge that maybe through the other guides, like, can you see the size of a grizzly bear track? And you're like, ah, that fucker's like six years old to seven years old. That's a big son of a bitch. We don't want to be in front of him. Yeah, you can tell, like, just how big a freaking big boar is. Right. Why do you call him a boar? It's a male bear. A male? What's a you female? Get... A sow. A sow. Okay. I haven't got to see too many sows. I've seen really? lots of boars. I've seen 36 bears this year. Wow. And oh, grizzlies? Is that the only thing that's in Wyoming then? There's black bears there, too. Okay. And you can hunt black bears in Wyoming? Yep. Okay. Where did the Brockhouse boys go for bears? I think they went to... Oh, shit. I think it was Idaho. Idaho. Oh, maybe it was yeah, Idaho, but I don't know. Hmm. The Bighorn Mountains in Wyoming is a lot of black bear hunting. Oh, really? Where <clears throat> now in the thoroughfare, 
and around that greater Yellowstone ecosystem, there right. isn't as many black bears in them areas hmm. because the grizzly and the wolf right is pretty much got them drove out damn yeah i don't know so we never seen a black bear okay can you describe like is a grizzly bear as wide as this table oh he's that wide oh okay maybe a little bit less wide maybe less wide oh, a lot okay. of a lot of fluffy fur you know a lot of fluffy fur you don't want to go pet I, I don't know how you compare <laughs> them to it's like a big I don't know. This is crazy to see. Like, you're like, holy shit. Even through it's the spotting scope or something? Fucking bear, yeah. Like, even those photos that you're showing, like, you're like, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like a, like, I mean, obviously, it's very zoomed in and everything like that, but, I mean, you can barely see, like, how big and immaculate those bears are. Yeah, they look fucking bigger than a bull. <laughs> and you only said five, 600 pounds? Yeah, they're That's pretty insane. wide on the shoulder. Especially when they're getting ready for like hibernation and shit, they're yeah. packing on the pounds. Most of them young boars are, they're just curious a lot. Yeah, grumpy old old boar. You get an elk down, and that boar come in there and want it from you. Yeah, it's game over. You better be fucking fighting. Are you like mentally prepared to use your holstered gun at any time? I did shoot at one. Oh yeah, that's why you did say yeah, yeah, yep. I, at camp, right? Yeah. I shot over his head to scare him. Yeah. I didn't hit him. Because you did not want a federal um, investigation on you. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, fuck. He was near me. So I, you know. He wasn't charging, but he came yeah. into camp three times that night. Right. And just wouldn't leave us alone. We chased him off with dogs twice. And then the third time, I, I blazed bullets over his head. And Can you... Can you retell that story about the the guy that shot it, like, in the head or whatever? So this is a year before I came out there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, the full account. I wish Chris was here. Right. No, I mean, describe it at your best, I guess, because it was kind of, it was kind of so neat from, hearing it. From what I heard, that they had dropped a bull on top of the plateau, this high grassland meadow. It's probably 10,000 foot to the top. It's probably four miles from our camp. Right on. And you ride up the side of this Elk Creek Canyon, and you can ride almost halfway up it. You got to jump off your horse and lead him up because it it rocks out and goes to sod and then back to rock, and it's pretty damn steep. Yeah. It's, it's pretty damn sketchy, too. But... It's either four hours around one way or a half hour ride up a steep hill. So we usually take the crazy steep hillside. <laughs> <laughs> so they're getting Mountain to, the, men stuff. to the top and there's a, a carcass. When, they, when you top out, there's a carcass at the end of this meadow mm-hmm. right along the, the creek's ledge. And they're getting up to the top, and this boar had claimed that carcass, and he heard them boys coming, and he come to get them. And if it was just Chris and the hunter, or if there was another guy in there too, but I seen the scene where it all happened, and right. there's a bunch of little jack pines, and like where the bear's carcass is laying, it's kind of right in these jack pines. And there's bears like ducking through these jack pines trying to grab this guy. And 
they're trying to shoot this bear full charge like grab your ass mm-hmm. and chris said the hunter pretty much like almost give himself up to him the hunter did the hunter did like he was like admitting defeat like grab me so i can shoot you so the bear takes him down and off he started chewing on his thigh and then he took the gun and put it up into the bear's like the back of his head yeah and just dumped his clip in the bear's head while chris was at a side angle shooting the bear in the shoulder and you said how many shots it took to eliminate the bear? Chris said 12. Wow. And he had a 45. And the 45 is the biggest pistol that you can holster. I got a 4570. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's stories like that. Like, it's one thing to sit here and, like, listen to. And it's like, oh, I, I could see myself in that situation. And then it's like, once you're, like, actually in that situation, you're fucked. Like, you, if you do not have the mindset oh, for man. it. And the mountain men, they're, they're, they're one of a kind. You do not, like, seeing that scene where that bear's carcass laying and another big boar come in, another boar grizzly come in and he buried and ate that grizzly. Ate so, that grizzly too? Just, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, where the bear's body's at right. is, is this big mound and, like, all the grizzly bear hair on top of it. <clears throat> it's It's a very eerie feeling. I bet. It's like... No. What about yet. <laughs> what about the federal investigation? Um, you don't get to see you don't get to see them hike in or anything like that. I, I don't know. I I know, but like no any, idea. And you so you haven't been if on they camp. helicoptered them guys in to do the federal investigation, right? Or if they rode him in, they had to airlift that guy out of camp. That got chewed up, right? But he's pretty fortunate. Like very fortunate. Pretty fortunate. Yeah, I mean. And the photos that Hayden seen or had of the, the other gentleman, like that stuff is like. It's no joke. It is no joke. Like literally your life is almost gone if you don't really. Right. If, if you do not put yourself in the mindset of like, I need to get out of this rather than just admitting defeat and like hearing that, like that hunter almost like gave up, you know, it's like, gosh, like I wouldn't. There's no way. Like, I don't know if that's true or not, but right. the way Chris sounded, it's like he he wanted that bear to get him down so he could shoot him like had a good shot wow i don't know damn well i mean like you picture hard to say so like you can picture kind of like what you would think a grizzly right. bear attack would look like but like what you showed us oh it, yeah. i mean it don't even look fucking natural or real at all no mm-hmm. i mean the gashes are anywhere from four to five inches deep it almost looks like and she just held them down for a little bit yeah, yeah. like she just you could see the claws puncture his stomach. Yep. She's just holding him. I didn't realize how far apart they were. I mean, them fuckers are like three, four inches yeah, apart from each other. That's insane. Their foot's like that wide. Oh, yeah. And they they spread their claws or whatever. And, just, and, and, and all that damage was probably in like literally four to five seconds or mm-hmm. less. Yeah. I mean, they can destroy you in, in milliseconds. I mean, One it's surprising spot. that they don't see your jugular because those kind of animals, they know where the kill spot is, uh, anything. So a bear is a herbivore, right? Right. The worst thing to get killed by is a herbivore. So Dull teeth. A pig is a herbivore. Yeah. You hear guys getting ate by pigs. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Like falling to the CSI. south end. 
You're right. And <laughs> fucking get ate by a pig. Yeah. It's like the worst fucking thing because yeah. you'll still be alive. And they don't care. And they're just snacking you. Yeah, you yeah. can feel every hit, every second wherever of Wherever they can get, they'll bite it and eat it. Yeah. So a bear will hold you and eat you and not kill you. Where a mountain lion is predator. Straight for the kill. And right. will kill you first before it eats you. Okay. So being in this camp and hearing maybe some wise stories, have you ever heard a story of somebody not making it out of a grizzly attack? Um, two years prior, not in that camp, but in that area. Really? A guy got killed and by a sow and a cub. Like a, like a, a hunter? Like yeah. A client? Uh, the guide. Oh, the guide. The guide. The hunter is from Florida. The Florida? I think the, <clears throat> the guide is from Pennsylvania, I think. Really? And so now... I forget how the story went, but I think the hunter had a gun. He got bit in the leg and in the arm, and he threw his gun at the guide. Really? And he like just took off running away from it. The guide did? The hunter did. The hunter while the guide's getting killed. Jesus. How could, and then that guy can't live with his life. There's no way. Dude. That's pretty sickening. If I'm going to get eight, I want somebody there oh, I'm, trying I'm, to kill oh, us. Oh, yeah. Bitch. Exactly. Like, I mean, so it's like you find out who your friends are, right? Oh my gosh, you would find out in about 20 seconds if that thing's coming at you. Are you are you riding with me or not? You know what I'm saying? You standing right beside because you got to stand up to oh, it. Oh, yeah, you do. And there's an, all that stuff that you hear about make yourself as tall as possible and as loud as possible. Is that all eliminated when it comes to a grizzly that's like it's coming towards you? I get loud and, and I start yelling at him. Okay. Like if I do, are you allowed to just like shoot off a shot right in the air? You just, can. Yeah. I would. Okay. Yep. As long as you do not hit him. hurt hurt that animal. Right. Okay. You don't want to hurt him. Right. Because it'll just piss him off even more. I, I like being around. Like I don't mind being around him. Right. That's the thing. I don't want to kill the grizzly bears. Like I like being around. Like in that environment. They keep you on your toes. Oh yeah. They have to. It's like the wolves out there, you know? Yeah. Everybody wants to kill every stinking wolf. I want to kill a wolf. I would love to kill a grizzly, too. Well, I mean, shit, we were just talking about that today. You used to be able to, in South Dakota, you used to be able to kill them. Well, I mean, if, like, they, if you've seen one, were, yeah. They were like a coyote, pretty much. But and now, now they just they, took, they that, they took away. that away. And I literally found that out last weekend when I did a yeah. podcast with the Dakota Boys Outdoors. And I was like, and Trevor Basin sitting there talking about it. He's like, no, you can't do that anymore. And I'm like, Damn. If I would have saw a wolf, I would have loved to kill the damn thing. Yeah, I don't know. We yeah. had some around here. You can now. still you can still get a wolf tag in Wyoming. <laughs> yeah, but not all of us can so travel can... over to Wyoming and just hang out. One hundred eighty-two bucks over the counter, non-resident. What is it for non-resident elk? Oh man, is that a draw oh, system? It's a seven, lot more than that. Seven fifty. Is that a, over the counter for a general? It's two years preference. Oh, it, it is a draw. I think that's now three. Oh, really? It's tough. So like even it's a very popular state. Hmm. I don't know. I think I think elk hunting would be one of those ordeals where it's like I don't know. It's one of a time experience. Like yeah, like you have to do it. Like, like you have these to. <laughs> and I feel like a state outside of South Dakota where you don't have to wait a lifetime to do it. I feel like it'd be like more aptured to like actually do it. You know, you gotta, you gotta go 
like on an early season elk hunt where they are full on rut. Early September. Really? Early to mid, yeah. Shit is bonkers. It's freaking <laughs> awesome. So like an elk, does it react the same kind of like a deer, like with their, their antlers when they lose their antlers and like when they're in the rut and everything? I mean, is it kind of like the same de- deal or is it completely different as an elk? Uh, elk's rut's a lot earlier than yeah, they're deer. I mean, normally you think of rut for deer, it's like usually November. I mean, obviously depending on where you're at. Like down south, it's not till fucking December, January, but... Right. In this zone, it's mid-September. Right. Yeah. Peak. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just something... Shit, we heard bulls bugling late October. Right. On the big migration herds. Mm-hmm. There'd be loose cows still not bred. There's that bulls out there chasing and bugling late October. Gosh. Is it, I, I don't know. What's, what's, what's one of your most exciting things about elk, like hunting elk? Just getting them in close, really. Getting them screaming their heads off. I like I like that like that that, that barking like that. when they sit there and like oh when they chuckle yeah like that I watched you, some, you, you yeah and the videos of like when it's colder out and that 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 frost is just coming out of their their their, their mouth it's like <gasps> if I seen that up close and personal I probably would never ever do any kind of hunting except for elk hunting ever again and well, I'd have to change it into elk gossip elk gossip podcast or something if it's cold enough saturday morning you might be able to get a turkey footage of that possibly yeah that's different though that's just that's, i agree that's I like agree. that's like a 16th a, to- of, yeah. a 16th of the elk size yeah, you know <laughs> poor man's elk hunting yeah <laughs> i hope to get some footage of turkeys though that'd be yeah, cool i hope so man i spent a lot of money on that camera <laughs> just well, for this hunt yeah no <laughs> that'd be the last thing i spend as much money for turkey hunting <laughs> I love it. You've that. never done it before, though. Quick. Oh, no, you're good. I've never, yeah, no, I've never went turkey hunting, so, I mean, don't try to screw me over on my first turkey hunt. No, man, it's it should be a good time. No, because the entire time, Cole's like, it's usually not like this, and Hayden's like, he's lying. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> it's always like this. Every year, exactly like this. <laughs> did you fill last year? No. Oh, last year I did for my, one of my shotgun, my prairie shotgun tag. Yeah, because that's right, you didn't get a shotgun for your... Yeah, Logan's Logan's hunt was fucking cool, man. Was it? We had uh, so we got in there. We fucking woke up late. Imagine that. We didn't get in there till like nine o'clock. That sounds like tomorrow morning. <laughs> it's probably gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> so we got in there at like nine o'clock, and you know we quickly set the blind up and everything, and we could we knew they were down in the bottom, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he's fucking right there, like. 10 yards away and fucking lets one rip like you'll feel it dude if we if we can experience that it is it's so cool and hopefully it's tomorrow morning that'd be so sick we had the fucking decoys like four yards away (laughs) fucker walked right up to it (laughs) logan blew his head off (laughs) it's so cool man i don't know I just there i've heard so many stories about turkey hunting and it's like and then when you invited me i was like i i like I'm, oh, what, what, what did go. I say? What did I tell you? I said, "Where do I buy the tag and when are we going?" Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what you said. He said, "You want to go turkey hunting?" He's probably thinking that I'm going to give him some elaborate reason why I can't go. And I literally responded, "Like, where do I buy the tag and when do you want to go?" <laughs> I will figure out everything else from there. Yeah. No, it's. I'm excited. I am too. Like, I mean, you know, I'm I'm surprised with the weather that we've had. Like I was saying, I mean, we called in probably 10 different toms last weekend 
Yeah, and, and why you didn't successfully shoot one has still got me mistaken. Well, I'm... Oh, you're I'm not no, the Brock. I'm you're no not fucking the, Brockhouse you're no Brock 60-yard shooter. You know, the Brockhouse has come up on this, this podcast more than anything. And the only person <laughs> I... I guess I've had all three pod, or all three Brockhouses on here. But, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I ended up shooting one. Couldn't find it. Imagine that. But what the fuck ever. Beavers. Justin Bieber. Yeah, right as... He was, he was facing right at me. And Logan's like, just shoot him. And as soon as I... As soon as I even put tension on my release... That fucker, you know, he's strutting uh-huh. and they, they can turn so quick. I love excuses. They like, <laughs> fuck you. But no, he, you, you guys were getting cold fired up when you're doing our coffee talk. Oh, all the deer are going to die. He's like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> dude, I'm so after, dry. Dude. I'm after it a is. big one. Yeah, yeah. We, we lost a lot of deer last year. And at this rate, it might happen again this year. I'm for sure. I mean, like, I really feel like South Dakota, though, is going to. It is so hard here in the next two years. Winter, spring, everything. Well, I mean, we haven't had a hard EHD kill since 2012. Yeah. It's been 10 years. And normally you get a, you usually get a hard push. You guys got to have years. some big whitetails around here. We do. You, you just got to find them. They're so right. smart, man. I mean, they they got such a... You type. have no private land around here that, that you hold deer and manage deer? Oh, you yeah. Can. You, can, you can... You can't or it's, can't? It's too small. Oh, the, wow. the parcels are Once the small. rut kicks, they're moving around. Yeah. So everything's just broken up in like little 40s here, 30s here. Yeah. Oh. 80. Yeah. And it's all well, different landowners all through it. I mean, like right. we were saying, you know, our sheriff, what, he's he owns, what, a, an acre, two? Yeah, I forget what it is. If it's like, And he dropped a giant last year. Just because I mean, it was it's passing really through? All, yeah, it's just all. He shot it out of the house. Yeah. A 160. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, the sheriff can get away with anything. Breeding does in his backyard. <laughs> he lives in a little country house. You know, it's right really... outside of town. Freaking smack daddy this freaking 160. Hey, it's man, like if any... you live out in the country, you can do anything you want. It's like any kind of hunting. Right place, right time, yeah. right conditions. You know, I mean. I don't know. A lot of luck. A lot of luck. All I could say well, is, like, your parents' house, it was, like, so majestic just, like, looking out and just seeing, like, I mean... I've been to Springfield several times. Like, I've shot my first goose here in Springfield, but I've never, like, really, like, seen, like, the river and everything. Like, is there is... Because what is the river that goes through here? Missouri. Is it Missouri? Yeah, okay, yeah. Because yeah. how far is... Is that the Lewis Cars... Or Lewis... Oh, my God. Lewis and Clark, Lewis Clark, Lewis Clark, Lake. Clark Sorry, yeah. there's four in front of me right now. Yeah. I'm going to start slurring, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I... You know, I... We talk about this all the time, but I think we have one of the best spots in around this area like just for a house in general i do this all the time for south dakota like i'm like don't ask don't tell yeah don't come to south dakota don't just don't <laughs> don't, just don't. Do that's like the one of the greatest things about south dakota with a non-resident had to apply for waterfowl i love that but i hate it because like yeah. anybody i talk to on here they're like they're like trying to invite me and i have literally i'm like well if you want to come here you can basically gamble and apply for this license and maybe you'll come here <laughs> i don't know that shit pisses me off though it really got irritates me no i mean back on deer i guess i mean i i got pretty lucky this year i i shot two of the well probably my best archery deer ever yeah you were pretty hyped about it yeah i called hayden facetime i facetime about, me I big about, buck down big buck down about Let's fucking fell go. out of the fucking tree I think, I think hayden or somebody sent me a snapchat 
picture of your deer and they're like, don't post this, don't post this, don't post I this. That. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. And then I'm like, I'm like, I was like, it wasn't oh, even go. like a good picture either. It was like Cole's hand on the base of the antler. Yeah. I'm big like, buck down. It's like, <laughs> like dude, was, don't post it anywhere. <laughs> there was a lot of people this year on, on social media where they're like posting pictures of their deer on their, their story. And then like having some big sticker, like a Instagram sticker above it just yeah. to yeah. hide the deer. And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh dude, it was crazy. I mean, I, Fuck, it was Friday. I come back after class, and I got in the stand at, like, 4 o'clock. Yeah. Like, 4.20, 4.30 rolls around, and this fucker's chasing a doe right behind me. And I called Hayden, and he's like, you fucking shot one already? Because I think you were sitting, too. No, I was driving home. Oh, I wasn't dri- even home, home yet. Yeah, that's right. And I was... Dude, my hands were shaking so bad. Like... I could not stop shaking. If I ever FaceTime got- camera, he was just shaking. Big buck down. And I'm like, I'm trying to show Hayden where, because he only made it like 40 yeah, yards. Like and I'm 40 like, yards. He's, he's like, like, dude, look right there. Like, like, I can like see his back end laying there. I'm like, what the fuck? And the fucking phone's just shaking. <laughs> if, I, if I if I get ever into deer hunting, like really, really hard, it's, it's I don't want to shoot my first big buck with a rifle deer. I, I really want to challenge myself. Archery is where it's at, man. Yeah, like I'm turkeys, I don't, I don't give a shit if I shoot a turkey with a, with a shotgun. Yeah. But I really, if I'm going to get into big game, I want to do it archery style. Like even elk, anything. Yep. No, I take that back. If... <laughs> I'll shoot an elk at fucking 900 yards if I have to. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but I don't know. Big big bucks or anything like that, I have like the utmost respect for anybody that archery deer hunts. And that's why I have so much respect for the Brockhouse guys. Anything you see on their their Instagram or social media or anything that you talk to them, like they are fully going into that that's animal's shit. element. Yeah. Like literally the stories that they tell and everything is like, dude, they are giving their all. When yeah, they're, they're, the, they're definitely the real deal, man. They are. They do everything like to the top notch that they can and like that's why like when i see their stuff i'm like god damn it man i hate them because i'm like, like everything they do we always yeah, end up fucking everything. coming back to the brock Turkeys, house boys deer fucking they went on caribou like <laughs> fucking <perfect>. motherfuckers <laughs> they went on caribou hunt you know what i mean like they, they didn't shoot massive ones like uh brad uh, this is father right yeah yeah he didn't he didn't shoot it he didn't fill his take because he was looking for a big one but it's like like, well, what? Who what's cares? next? Should have given him another day. What's next? They're gonna go shoot a grizzly <laughs> with a bow and arrow in, in Alaska. Tim Wells, that exactly. fucker, yeah, right in the gosh. forehead. <laughs> I don't know. Spear hunters. Yeah, they're good with their bows. They, they put a lot of time. Yeah, in. they do. How much time do you put on your bow? Um, see, like two days. No, no. Like I'd say the. I mean, I guess I don't know how often the Brockhouse boys practice or like Petrol or those guys. No, I'm I'm just comparing myself to them because it's nowhere near that. But like, yeah, because I, I asked know, you because I, start... I asked you the question if you compare. Them okay, to I asked you, Cole, how many days? Do you Fuck go? off. Uh, probably a month beforehand. I really start getting. Oh, after. that's not as long go, as the Brockhouses. <laughs> I start. I start shooting. That's not what Connor. Would I do. start shooting. Uh, so archery opens <laughs> September first. And I start shooting probably about August 1st. And I'll shoot anywhere from 30 to 80 arrows a day. So, I, I mean, I, I get after a little bit. But I don't, I, have do the, wanna... I don't have the range that those guys have at all. Right. I, mean, I, I do... could probably 50 is about max for me. I do want to shoot one of your guys' bows. Cause yeah, I haven't you can shot shoot a, mine. I haven't shot my bow since archery class in high school. It's fun, dude. Or middle it's... school. Well, we yeah. ha- we'll have to wait till this weekend when the fucking wind goes down because you shoot, <laughs> shoot, shoot the bow in 60 mile an hour. Just like wins. me trying to sh- hit a golf ball with a golf club. 
eight swings later, finally hits the yeah, ball. Yeah, Dude, well, he's going to break my club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, your brother's going to a golf tournament, and I'm over here swinging about breaking his golf club head. Fucking $200 <laughs> three wood. I had to watch a Snapchat story, and I felt bad after that. I'm like, I, I didn't know they were expensive clubs. I literally just have some handy downs for clubs, you know? Yeah. That kid's pretty good at golf. Yeah. Shout out I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, shout out to Landon. Go kick some ass in <laughs> Rapid this weekend. Yeah, I'm 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 more sad that he said, yeah, it's 55 and five miles per hour win. On Friday, and it's gonna be 35, 40 mile an hour winds here tomorrow. Oh, I'll God. take that over the 60 that's happening today, though. Yeah. Take anything after today. We Good stepped Lord. outside and I'm that's like so gross. It is. It's just we so thought, annoying. I mean, Buff we your sweatshirt you, up and you'll end up in Nebraska. I'm gonna come up with oh no, I can't give my secrets away. No, I'm just kidding. There's gonna be why is there not a t-shirt about South Dakota of a saying that says, if it wasn't windy out, it'd be pretty nice out. Yeah, that's what we were saying today. Really? I mean, like, I know, but why is there not a t-shirt on Exactly. That? We should fucking make one. We could probably... No, make somebody's going to steal the idea now. <laughs> Unless it's waterfall season. Probably better what cut this part out of the, the podcast. Yeah, I just <laughs> edited it out. You know. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not like it's crazy warm today, but 40 degrees and no 40 wind 40 degrees, no wind? You'd be sitting pretty. Exactly. You'd be fucking up I'm some bush lights. Such a western thing to say. <laughs> oh. Well, I thought oh. yesterday was bad, but... Like I stepped up, we stepped outside this morning, and I was like, yeah. "Holy shit!" It was Open bad. the garage door, and it comes out of your hand. Just poof. yeah, went on our morning loop. Zero turkeys. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, and he comes down. I thought we weren't gonna do anything, and he's like, "You guys ready?" And I'm like, "Bro, what are we gonna do?" He's, over. he's wide awake, decked out in camo, ready to go. We got like twelve laying on the fucking couch. We got like twelve hundred acres on. Didn't see a fucking bird. Especially <laughs> 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 we're sitting there taking a midday nap, and Cole's still like, I could just see him. He's like amped up he's like i want to figure these things out and i'm like bro there's i got my buddies here i need to do some shit yes it's the difference between the semi-pro guy and the mediocre right guy. like god i look like a fucking do you want somewhere to sleep tonight <laughs> i'll sleep on the hardwood floor you act like i haven't slept in my pickup before it's happened too many times <laughs> but anyways yeah no i, I get it yeah. you need to do shit when you got but yeah, but you need to quit apologizing. Like I don't care. I mean, either the birds are gonna do what they want, and you're yeah. gonna figure them out, yeah. or it's not gonna I work. Know. Like it's I it's know. as simple as that. Like I get it. You're gonna do your fullest potential or potential, but it's like every mile you're like, it's usually not like this. And I'm, I just I just feel bad. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just usually. laughing, sitting there. I mean, I'm like bullshit. <laughs> it's not like you drove like crazy far. Like I drove an hour and a half to come here. <laughs> I know, but I just feel bad because this I drove. I drove over nine hours to a squad fest to get drunk as hell, and the nine hours hung over back. I'm serious. An hour and a half drive here to do a podcast, hang out, drink some beers <laughs> on my birthday weekend. Trust me, a turkey is an added bonus. On National Beer Drinking Day? Yeah. Every year. Every year. April 7th. Mm, I love it. <laughs> I love every minute of it. Oh, shit. The only sad part is, is I don't have any Coors Banquets, but if I had four empty Coors Banquets in front of me... We wouldn't, we wouldn't, yeah, no. There's some cords in the fridge on the girl. Not the banquets, though. Is there banquets? Sadly, no. See, I want to kind of get sponsored by Banquet because they'd make a killing off of me. Spencer, fucking sponsor, Goose Gossip Podcast. Spencer? Who are you talking about, Spencer? Sorry, no Spencer. Oh. I'm talking about Cooper's Banquet. Yeah, they're going to sponsor you after this. Hopefully, yeah. No, I get a big-ass cooler. That's if we it. could talk about it for like 30 fucking minutes, I bet they would. Oh, dude. Cooper's, <laughs> Cooper's Banquet, though. I mean, it kicks every beer on the... See, yeah, no, that's a sick-ass picture. <laughs> see the see the Cooper's Banquet? Yeah. What? With a big sheep horde head. 
<laughs> I'd die for something like that. That's oh, all them goofy. Just think if you shot a bighorn sheep and you just crush that thing and then you shotgun it. Check that out. Ooh. Can I can I claim this as my picture? <laughs> so I can tag Coors Banquet in him? <laughs> oh shit, sorry. Put it in a TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we get deleted so far. Gosh, social media. Are you into social media, Brandon, or not? Not too much. Yeah, good. Stay out of it because it's just drama from here on out. Yep. But it is a blessing, too. It's like broken. I don't know how to use it. Yeah, but I would have never met Cole. I would have never met Hayden. I would have never met you if I wouldn't. You've never been doing podcasts. No. And so, like that's what I was saying, it's like a blessing. But, I mean, for somebody at your young age, Brandon, it's like it's not worth getting into. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not fun. Just a pup. Just a pup into the world. Yeah, no. No, we kind of grew up in totally different times compared to 20 years ago. I mean, I'd, I'd rather like my, I'd rather grow up in his time than my time. Like my dad, ha- it's so weird. My dad has Snapchat. No, he like, doesn't. Yeah, I swear to God, he does. He does. Like, yeah, he never fucking filters. uses my it. Bro, though. He's, he's always like, did you see their story? I'm like, <laughs> 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 I'm like yeah, I saw it. Did you open my snap from about two fucking months ago? <laughs> no. <laughs> my, my dad, he, he watches, he goes on Facebook on my mom's account. And I, I always joke around with my mom. I'm like, I'm going to make a Jeff Gerke account Go on live. Facebook and then add him as a friend on mom's. And I told my mom not to accept it until he goes on there. And he's going to be like, who's this? <laughs> I know social media is a a, like I said it's a blessing and it's a and it's a curse like so like you guys like I mean with the outfitter like we were I don't know did we bring it up on here I my memory's kind of short-ended but like they don't they don't they have a Facebook page yeah do they have an Instagram oh I'd have to look I don't know. I don't think he works for him and don't even know if they have an Instagram page. Well, fuck, when you're in the mountains, you don't care about nothing but getting that elk. <laughs> you can't even load in Instagram in the fucking mountains. <laughs> fucking no inter- internet connection. Pool. Damn it, my Verizon hotspot isn't working out here. <laughs> I'm sure there's people like that, and that's the sketchy they do. part of it. They do have an Instagram? Yep. 30,000 followers? Boy. 530. 500? 530. Yeah, see, and they probably make hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> That's the thing, man. It's like, because it's all older guys. Yeah. You know, I mean, like guys older with guys, see, big how, fucking how, wallets. How old is the owner of that? Shoot, Bill's got to be in his 60s. Really? Because me and Hayden were sitting there talking about, you can't, I mean, you can't be in your 40s or 30s running an outfitter like that. You got to be known, you got to, you got to know your shit. You can't run a business like that with packing in and out people and this and that and the other. Like that is like yeah, you know. unless it was handed over to you. I yeah, mean, but at the same like, time, like you can't. That, way, that can't just yeah, get handed. If it's handed over to you, you're growing up doing that shit all the way up. Right from the time like, you're in your teens all the way. Yeah, Caleb, he's he's like the manager. He's he's a little bit older than me. Yeah, I think he's probably 38. But he's been doing this for 18 or 20 years. Yeah, and like crazy. his dad did it. His grandpa did it. Like there's no it's through the family. There's no training. You can't you can't take over a business like that and just like oh you can, you can go to like a packer school, but on the job, like a packer, packer school, school is not gonna teach you landscape of what the fuck you're dealing with. Right, exactly. You're walking in the fucking and parking lot like oh this is good. I did not go <laughs> to a packer school. Yeah. Like I didn't even know that was a thing. I went to them. Like that is school. 
You learn your shit there. Learn a lot of right. shit about it, I'm sure. So would they? So just in instance, they would take Cole, I, or Hayden within a heartbeat, or do they? Do they take like skill over just like a breathing human body? Well, you guys know hunting, right? Like, that's true. Yeah, I mean, like you could learn it easily in one season out there, right? And then next but if season, you, if you're not yeah. working with the outfitter and you're not learning, he'll can your ass quick. Oh yeah, like he wants you to learn how to pack, like. That's huge. That's the world. So there's a lot more aspects to this it's outfitter than just, just the killing. Yeah, or right. Just the hunting. Like you got to know all aspects of like packing meals out and and once you get to camp, keeping them clients happy and yeah, you got to be able to know how to talk to people. I mean, you can't just be like in camp and just not fucking say anything. Right. <sighs> what you have? You have some of those or what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's in he's here. like, I, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't better not say Fucking tent. Yeah. yeah, that would that'd be annoying. That'd be but stressful. And it's its own little government up there. Really? It's a social. Is there drama thing. within the camp? Oh, it's drama. Oh my gosh, that See, would, that's so upsetting for uh, <laughs> for an outfitter to be. Who said what to who? Really? Thirty-four miles so from the road. drama. Shit. Cause you're out there, you're out there to fucking enjoy what is around you. Yeah, like, but when it's a job, but when you have I, one I, dumbass fucking everything up, <laughs> like it's, the gossip, it's, yeah, <laughs> the gossip. It goes, it reflects the whole camp. I mean, the right, hunter, the yeah. hunter sees that. Yeah. Like, I ain't gonna. And you gotta, it. you gotta keep your closure too, because the clients, like you just said, will see that, and you can't, you can't let it affect the returning clients, right? So if if one of the guys is getting drunk or something and acting like a freaking idiot and starting fights and shit with the other guides. Right. The hunters hear that and they're, it's a wall tent. It ain't a freaking house. Right. Yeah. You know, the, well, there's, there's, there's no uh, protection of what gets heard. Right. Yeah. So we've, we had our drama. Yeah. <sighs> drama is uh, spread out through everywhere. It's a lot of responsibilities and some of that shit, and some of well, some you're of dealing the guys with like don't do it. You're dealing with almost near death exposure too. Like it might not happen, but it, it it it's there. Like it could happen at any time, right? You know that stress on somebody that's never been to it, like or has to control that. Like no mountain man that's been in and out of it. You know that like your mind goes through so many descriptive things that you can't train that. That's what I'm saying. Somebody that has never, ever went and owned an elk business can't just take that over. You can understand no. business to its fullest potential. You can go to elk, or sorry, you go to business school, but I'm sorry. Have you ever dealt with a grizzly bear about to attack your clients or your your money, basically? Like, you can't train that shit. You can't train no, that. I mean, you have to, you that can't. shit you just learn yeah. on the fucking fly. And there's no yeah. on the fly though either, you know. But yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's, you know there's I mean? fly, but there's like instincts, pretty much. It's years. Yeah. It's years of experience throughout all that, like in stories, like, and, like knowing, like okay, when I pack this meal out, that like oh that shelf, we need to hide this sedge a little bit more. You need to do this a little bit more. There are or like when you pack meals out, like okay, this is exactly how much we need. Like you can't, you can't, you can't treat that. You know, it's not dollar signs and stuff like that. It's like legitimately like knowledge everything yeah. is knowledge it's not dollar bills and and quantity and this and that it's knowledge you gotta have hunting horsemanship right like 
people people skills. Yeah, you gotta have huge people skills because you might hate that motherfucker, but he's the reason why <laughs> you still right. get to keep he's your, your buddy. job. Yeah, he's why you're yeah. next week. He's why you're doing coaching. what you're doing. Right. So we had a guy, young kid. I forget his damn name. Bob. Bob. It's Bob. It's no, it's Billy. So Billy. Billy the Billy Goat. Billy. <laughs> Billy come from Alaska, mm. guiding, okay? He's probably in his mid-20s. And he showed us pictures of caribou and shit on his back and blah, mm. blah, blah. Big day. And, oh, yeah, this fucking Alaska guiding, fucking yada, yada, yada. I've been around all these bears. Hit both ankles when he's so, walking. <laughs> he, gets his, he gets his archery clients, and I wasn't there. But our manager was going to go up to our camp. Instead, he had to change plans and go and fire this kid. He's guiding these two archery hunts, these two guys. Mm -hmm. And it's probably, say, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It gets dark around 8. Mm -hmm. Bulls bugling on the side of this mountain 500 yards away. He will not pursue it because he said it's too late in the day. Three o'clock in the afternoon. Three o'clock in the afternoon. Sundown's probably like seven, seven twenty. Full out argument, almost fist fight with these hunters because these these guys want to go after this thing, you know. Mm-hmm. It's three o'clock. Like we got freaking, we got lots of time to do this, right? But big Alaska guy, uh, if he's afraid of the dark, I don't know, whatever. But full out would not take these guys out. And this that is a point. guide. He's a guide at the time. Billy. Billy. So Billy badass. <laughs> the hunters left him there. Oh, they went on their own. And that's a big no no. Ooh. Like they big have no. they have to well, be I suppose because of with a guide. Safety right? reasons. Oh yeah. I think in Alaska if if a guide abandons his hunter, that's like, like attempted f- murder. Really? Yeah, because anything hunting in Alaska, you have to purchase a guide. Moose, oh, everything. Yeah. Like, you can't go DIY Alaska. Right. But go on with the story. We don't we're in a wilderness area. So Caleb, instead of coming to our camp, he had to go to this other camp and and can this dude. And then you have pissed off clients now, you know. Right. What a bullshit outfit this is. So And that ruins the name, too. Right. It's not just those guys. Those guys will go sit there and talk to that big fucking table like this one. Right. To seven other motherfuckers. Word can get out pretty oh, fucking fast. Word to mouth knowledge is or news is way more impactable Especially than anything. Social media, they can no shit. Fucking right. shit talk from across so, the world. So yeah. Caleb had to cut him a deal, so that's money out of the, the outfitter's pocket to satisfy the client. Couple years down the road, if they draw again, they'll probably have a discounted hunt. Just for the benefactor of the outfitter. Just because this one Billy being a little pussy and not and not going out. See something like that. It's like you really have to just nut up or shut up, right? You have to go. You have to. I had no matter if it's going to impact your life more than the (sighs) the first archery hunt. I had COVID. 19 the delta so like the bad shit like oh i dude i would not i would would not put COVID on my worst enemy so one of the wranglers brought it to camp out of town really and infected the whole camp shut the fuck up and that's when i was in for 20 days 
And I think I got it on day four. When you were at camp? When we were setting camp, I started getting the, like, delirious. Like, I, I don't know on, what yeah. the hell I'm doing right now. I was I was ma- uh, making a lodge, like a, a ridge pole for the top of a, a canvas tent. Yeah. And I, was, I had the axe, and I was shaving them branches off, and I was smoothing that log out. And then I I just stood there and, like, what the hell am I doing? Right. So I told the camp boss, like, hey, I think I got it. Because we knew his brother right. had it. Right. I was like, I got it. And I went to go lay down and take a nap. And it's got hot sweats. It, no, it was 10 o'clock in the morning. <clears throat> I thought I was gonna lay down and take like a like a two hour little snooze. <laughs> it was six p.m. when I woke up. I had it when it first showed up to like to the states, like fucking right when you started hearing about like the first cases. Yeah, and it, it actually happened to be turkey hunting. Logan was down, and I I got it. And Sunday afternoon, I was like, dude, there's no way I'm going. I had 104.5 degree fever. That's My parents saying. were about ready to bring me to the hospital. I probably should have went to the ER when I had mine. I fell out of the bed at night because I was shaking so damn bad because I was cold. I, was I the, really had chest aches and everything. It's miserable. It I was, is. I was in the mountain. So. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you were in a totally different so, environment. You, you couldn't just go to high V and get groceries. <laughs> full out. Like that, you know? Good for you. Delta. <laughs> <laughs> that sheep hunter rides in when I'm like in the <laughs> shit okay now did you have to stop clients or did what okay when camp did camp get shut down <laughs> fuck no they came in <laughs> come on in <laughs> come over to the fly make that money well, yeah they're You're all fucking out in the mountains wearing a mask <laughs> <laughs> no that won't happen you'll my, get you get your ass chewed quick my first archery hunt up there i i had it bad where the client was telling me we should go to camp you look like shit I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm coughing up no matter how shit. bad you are, trying you know. to bugle and it fucking cuts out and he's coughing. <laughs> Stay up there is like, never give up. Right. Make the hunter give up, but you keep pushing. You know, not be Billy. Don't be Billy and ooh, Billy listens to this. He puts up his fist. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was it was quite the experience. And then, yeah, I think I lost my taste for like a month. Everybody in camp got it. That was like one of the biggest things. That's when I, so like I had like of my, like, um, I don't know, my dresser or whatever. I had a thing of cologne and I was like, and I couldn't smell it. I'm like, fucking A, I got COVID. And I went and got tested and it was like one of the worst things ever. Did you lose your taste? Oh yeah, I lost my taste. I I invented new, like I invented new COVID symptoms, I swear. I watched enough Trailer Park Boys and, and, and played enough Xbox to, to kill a guy. Jesus yeah. Christ, Ricky. Fucking Steve Branch. <laughs> no, yeah. But I, did, I didn't lose my taste. I just lost my I smell. Couldn't taste it's Vic. a serious thing. It I literally could, yeah. is. I couldn't taste Vic's vapor. See, I didn't have the same See, experience. See, that's the other thing. I, my, my mother, she came to Sioux Falls or whatever because she lives in Mitchell, and she brought me a visque, and I, I sat there, and nope, I was like, nothing. Really? Like that is so impactable. Like it changes your mindset about a virus. Like you know what I mean. Like 
I don't know. Like a lot of people think it's fake, and I'm like, dude, it's it's pretty real. Once you do get it in it, it sucks. Apparently, they make these vitamins or pills or whatever. Now it's supposed to get it back. I was like, yeah. that's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, there's a whole. See, bunch in of my them. experience with COVID wasn't the same <laughs> as what any of you guys are saying. Like, I've had it twice, and I didn't like. I had like chest congestion, shit like that. Like it wasn't fun. Right. But it just kind of felt like almost like a cold. Like I didn't get all the fucking lose my taste and all that. Like it, see, that's a, the impact to somebody is like so different on that stuff, you know? Yeah. Like I had like a flu like type thing. Right. Going same on. here. Like I was coughing and everything. Like and I was on the toilet like 24 seven. It was awful. Yeah. Like as soon was... I I'd go to the toilet and then get back to my bed and five minutes later, I'm fucking back. I just ate pizza rolls and chicken because <laughs> I'm losing taste. I'm going to eat pizza rolls. I didn't fuck eat, it. I didn't eat. I couldn't eat anything. I couldn't really? keep it down. No, it was no, I think good. I only ate supper. You know, I'd walk out and because I had a roommate, so I had to disinfect everything and this and that and the other. He did the same thing when he had COVID. That's the other thing that fucks with your head. It's like you're literally living with somebody else that has COVID and you don't get COVID just because they disinfect something. It's like it's. They call it like almost not airborne or whatever, but it's like so realistically that like how else did you get it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't fucking know. It's 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 less dramatic social media wise, but it's still dramatic like actually like day and age like nowadays. I'm glad it's all kind of over now. It's not over though. That's the thing. It's still people. I'm, still people are affected by it. People that have serious like industries so or like like they're very their their immune system like. Medical wise, they're still affected by it. They they literally have to live their life on the edge, yeah, day no, in and day I, out. And that that's it sucks. But like you don't that sucks for the people that have to deal with that. Absolutely. But the thing is, is like you don't hear about it near as much. Which right, but the people it, that it have to mean, deal, it doesn't mean it's not happening still all over the right. world. Right, and the people that have to deal with it, it's so detrimenting to to their life just because of people sit there and almost judge them, and I, and it fucking sucks. Like I, if I see somebody with a mask or whatever. You know, damn if you do and damn if you don't. But yeah. I mean, okay, somebody's wearing their mask in a vehicle. That's by one themselves. Thing. Yeah, Definitely. but like, if somebody's wearing their mask in a in a in a public environment, you know, fuck, you know, just leave them alone. You know, if they believe yeah. in this and that and the other, there's no reason to point a finger and laugh because they have their beliefs. But it's like. Don't as long as they don't intervene with my life, then that's fine. But definitely, like, I definitely. don't, I, I don't see the right of sitting there putting hatred on somebody because of their beliefs. Now, if they start coming in. And sitting there screaming in your face like some red-haired fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you have every right to sit there and scream back at him. But I don't know. There's just no right reason to sit there. and, and Definitely big things. props to the nurses and doctors. Oh, my gosh. Go that. You Everyone. see some of the scars and and their faces? Because they got to wear, you know, three masks, a face shield, a full-on robot mask yeah. and stuff I mean, like my that. My aunt had to go through that. That's that's scary shit. She said... Like, they literally like, have I, to go... They, they're, they're putting their life in danger. I, I made the mistake of making a joke about it at... Oh, yeah. They at, don't take... They at don't Christmas, take, and she, she ripped... Them. She ripped me a fucking new one. Right. No, no. I had like, to sit there and argue with my grandma because she's mad because I don't know the vaccine. And I said, I'm not. I'm not getting yep. it. I'm not going to get it unless I'm obligated yeah. to or it's going to save somebody else's life. Yeah. No, but like, I mean, it's so sad. She watched so many people just slowly just drift off and just. Right. It sucks. I don't know how we got on this topic, but. I don't either. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Camp life. <laughs> Brandon brought it up. That's but I don't great. know. I had to speak my mind about it because it's, yeah. it's just frustrating. That's the only bad thing that i had up there see and then you take the aspect of like you're saying like i asked you if you shut camp down no no you want to come here come here keep going yeah and then you got people coming from like places like california or florida or shit like that and they're like 
they've got COVID and right. You know, you can't you gotta you gotta have a COVID nineteen vaccine card to get into like restaurants yeah. in like Las in Vegas New and California York and all that. Now that shit, I'm sorry. That shit would piss me off. You have no right to fucking know if I had the vaccine or not. Right. Well, I mean, when we were going to Jamaica, like over spring break, yeah, they fucking made a big. I bet fit. that was rough. Yeah, they had a big fit of me not having it. Really? Yeah, they like. Yeah, but else okay, had it. but Even my brother, he's fucking sixteen years old. They he got it. Yeah, but when you went to Jamaica, did you have to have a two week span of like um, quarantine or whatever the hell it is? Or did they change no, the national? Well, the, dad had like a false positive. So he almost had to fucking stay in Jamaica, locked oh. in the fucking room. Could you imagine being <laughs> locked in the room in Jamaica, not being able to go out on the fucking beach and drink? I'd fucking get pissed. I, I mean, like, yeah. Oh, it's the worst place to fucking be quarantined. My <laughs> ass. But like when you can't go out of your yeah. fucking room. Everybody's down there on the beach just having shitloads of fun. And you're just Yeah, the fucking, fucking music's blaring and they're... <laughs> Yeah, but I've never went out of the country. And then we had to drive yeah. back from Atlanta. Yeah, you were snapping me all pissed off. And I'm like, dude, you just came from Jamaica. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> you really bitching about driving 13 hours when you just came from Jamaica? I'm oh, sitting over here in South Dakota, freezing my ass off, splicing cable and, and wires. And you're bitching about a 14-hour drive. I was Bullshit. Like, it was like 70 degrees over. No, it right was here. not. No, it was not. It was, right. it was cold. 50s. Okay, but still, <laughs> you're skipping my point here. You're bitching about driving 14 hours and no, you just came from fucking Jamaica. No, Delta was like, yeah, it's going to be five days until we can get you on the next flight, even remotely close to the Midwest. My first flight ever that I was going to take, it got canceled to Texas. I'm literally sitting there packing my bags, all happy as hell going to Texas. And you my, drive my, down there? My, no, I flew. Did you not? You're not listening? Anyways, let me finish this story, dumbass. So I, 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 <laughs> I go into the 24-hour like check and I'm like... I'm packing my bag. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go fly for the first time to Texas. And it says, your flight is canceled. And I start freaking out. I'm like, what the? F-? I called my mother. I'm like, what the fuck does this mean? She's like, your flight is canceled, dumbass. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. What are they? I couldn't fly out to the next following day. And fuckers shot Lester's and everything. I was like, I was pissed. I was pissed. Well, you got to go down there crane hunting. Yeah. How was that? Oh, my gosh, man. Talk about talk about an experience that is falling up in a lifetime. Like I literally, I I'd like to do that someday. I paid for it. It wasn't free to me at all. I had no, to pay, I had no. paid to even everything. So I went on a, f- a lot of free guided hunts this year, but that was the only one that I had to pay for. Yeah, no, I, Texas was one of a kind. Literally driving on dirt roads and the the road is higher. Or sorry, the field is higher than the road. Ribeye in the sky. Ooh, if that is the truest did statement. Guys, did you guys get to eat some down there? Like, oh yeah, and then I brought some you? back, and it lasted about two days. Fuck, <laughs> I was hoping maybe you brought some. Oh down gosh, there. you kidding me? I got two <laughs> bags of crane meat because I mean the limit I think is three per person. And what? But you were I'm down there for. I was down there for. I was supposed to be days? down there for. I was supposed to be down there for three days. They shot lessers and cranes the first day, and then I and then both both days we we limited out cranes both uh, Saturday and Sunday. But what I want to shoot lessers bad down there. What are like their? Maybe this is a stupid question, but I don't know. But like, what are their breasts? Oh my compared gosh! To like a goose, it's a little bit bigger. If you, if you get a juvie, if you get a juvie crane, it's like a almost like a mid to full size goose. Okay. But a, a a fully grown crane is like I mean, I mean it's like fucking probably like a full size of two bush light cans. <laughs> and so a funny I wonder story. How you measured that out? Man, I know. <laughs> you don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways. Um, I I didn't have a knife when I was sitting there cleaning those cranes, and their their beak is so sharp. I literally was opening, or cutting into the skin of the crane 
with its own beak and then breasting it out and then giving it to a guy that had a knife. Everyone says they're... Oh, their they claws? Their claws are like... Well, fuck, you see all those, like... They have pictures, the ma- all the dogs have goggles. It's, on it's realistic. Yeah. Like that's, they, that's not, that's not for cool because those, those beaks are so yeah. piercing and then their claws are literally like, like hot claws. They will fuck you up. Everyone says they got like crazy, <laughs> like fucking eagle eyes pretty much. Like, they do. So like, did you guys hunt out of A-frames then? A-frames both days and the client. Fence lines? And, and, and the, yeah, well, I mean edges and fence lines, but yeah. I mean, there's so many tumbleweeds there. Like yeah, so many. And like the Cole Burford, he was constantly throwing tumbleweeds on us. Each group that came in, and and in your head, you're like, dude, I can't fucking see these things come in. And then in all retrospect, it's like, do you want to see them come in, or do you want to kill? Do you want to kill cranes? Yeah, exactly. Because you can hear them like the whole time they're coming in. It's like they're like, oh, dude, they're like they're like 20 yards away, and then you peek your head up a little bit, and they're like still 80 yards away. So it's not like geese; you can't just like slowly poke your head up. No. And there was this one guy in the part of the group that. I really wanted to say some set things, but I'm like, you know what, Levi, just keep your thoughts to your head. You know? I mean, you yeah. limit it out every day. Oh, we Come did. On. Each day. Yeah. No. It was, and then and Cole, he'd go, you go like, kill him. And I'm like, kill what? And we stand up. There's just 20 cranes <laughs> just back flapping 20 yards away. Them things, when they're sitting there locked up, it's like slow motion. Really? Oh, okay. Canada geese. Motherfuckers. Canada geese coming in slow. Take that and slow mo it by negative two times. Really? Oh, I'm serious. It is the most anticipating thing ever. It's like fucking snow geese circling here for three fucking hours. It's like watching an it's like watching an old western movie. It's like okay, are they gonna get to the point yet? No, <laughs> I don't know. No, cranes was one of a lifetime. And see, we can hunt them here in South Dakota, but it's just like they're here, then they're gone, and they're well, here, yeah, then they're and gone. It seems like the only time you really ever see them is, is during the before spring. or after season. Not very right. often. And they and they, before, and they, and like, they stretch to the like the the unit. It used to be just from eighty one. You, had, mm-hmm. you know, South Dakota 81 and all the way to the the far west side of South yeah. Dakota. Now it's all the way to Brookings. Oh, is it? And, and following west. So they go off at what? They go off at 20. They go off 29. Then. Okay. West, yeah. I saw some the other day, actually. Well, shit, when I was coming back from Mitchell. Yeah, me and Drew were out driving around and we seen some through their spring migration um, literally last weekend on Saturday. But yeah, like you do not see oh, them at no. all. Yeah, you like how the fuck would you pattern them? Oh, you can. You can. Because they, they're here, and if you, you're you lucky enough to see them, they ain't going to fucking be there in two hours. They're gone. Or even the following next day. Yeah, I no. mean. Kind of just like a bonus bird type shit. Yeah. That is one bird where it's like, I would go to limits to try to, try to after tasting it, you know, down in Texas or even back here, it's like, I kind of want to try to hunt them. Because, like, dude, they didn't have more than two dozen decoys less really? than that. And it literally was in a big square. They run full bodies. Oh yeah, they, they, and and Cole pulled the silhouettes that dive bomb had mm-hmm. just because the day that it was there, it was it was it was glaring off them too bad. This and yeah. that, the other. But I mean, you you really got to work for them to commit really hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's so fucking open out there. It is. It is very far open, but there is in and out. There is trees there too, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Texas was one of a kind, but when I was there, we. We ate at this restaurant that was very majestic. Like there was like a creek or anything like that going through it. There was a wedding venue because when we first met there, they're like the the owner of the outfitter's like, yeah, just go to this address. We're literally walking down. And there's this wedding venue. And we're about to walk into this wedding. We're like, uh, are we at the right fucking place? Yeah, we were at the wrong place. And then we looked up at the top of this portion, and it was all dark out. And we're like, we walked in and we're like, 
it's like high class. We're all walking in with Sika camo on and everybody's got these like coat jackets on and I'm like, oh my God, what are we doing here? <laughs> Drinking ranch water. Ranch water? Have you ever had ranch water? I have not. I've heard Oof. good things about it. You got to have an extended taste for it though. Is it a seltzer? No. It's like, it's a mixed drink. Is it? Yeah. And like you got to, it's, it's not something like, oh, I just like this. No, like you got to enjoy it. It's a very like timid taste. Why? Well, I watch a lot of YouTube, but like, I like watch Guggen Squad and shit like that. And yeah. It's like all those fuckers, like when they're down south, like around Texas. I mean, yeah. that's where they're based out of. Texas is huge. I did not realize how big Texas was. They <laughs> were. You, where were you at? Lubbock. I, I flew into Lubbock. I don't know where the fuck that is. It's like an hour or two hours from Dallas. Oh, okay. Because okay. I landed in Dallas and then I flew to Lubbock. Okay. And flying with a gun is so easy. I thought flying with a gun was going to be horrific and it was pretty easy really yeah when i picked my gun up from sioux falls it was like 10 o'clock at night when i flew back in from sioux falls at like sunday night or something like that and how i got my gun is this guy sticking his head through these you know them rubber flaps Mm -hmm. and i had my beats on and i because i didn't give a fuck who was there i was so tired and all these people and this guy starts hollering i see my gun case so he must have been hollering like whose gun is this whose gun is this showed him my driver's license like, oh, you're good to go. <laughs> I well, fucking had it out. I, like, I guess dad said the same thing because he went to Africa. They literally they literally ask you, open it up, lock it up. And that's that might that's be it. a totally different story because it's I mean, if you fly into the country. I mean, but, I mean, if you probably fly into California or something like that, there's probably a little, a little bit more yeah, extensive. But yeah. the rules are the exact same through any airline. Like, they can't make it more extent just because of the certain state that you're in. Yeah. But I was... I mean, first time flying ever, and then first time flying with a gun. There was a lot of nerves that were on me, you know. Because no, quick story. When I when I went into the Sioux Falls airport, I, I said, "Okay, this is the first time flying with a gun." They're like, "Okay, there's there'll be somebody meeting you over there." So I kept walking, kept walking, kept walking. And there's the elevators for the checkpoint or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't get to the elevators, and there's a security guard, and she goes, "Is that a gun?" And I go, "I go, yeah. Why? I, I was supposed to meet somebody up there." She's like, "No, you're supposed to meet him over here." I'm like, oh, "Ma'am, it was my first. It's my first time flying ever." And she's like, "Oh, okay, okay, you're good." So I'm sitting here walking up with a gun, <laughs> trying to go up to like my the terminal, time. and I'm like, "Oh no!" It was funny though. Everything worked out though. Them videos are hilarious. Come here, sugar plum. <laughs> we got a gun for you, too. <laughs> you guys got any last things to say? Let's kill some birds this weekend. Brandon, why aren't you coming hunting with us? I got to go to my sister's in Brookings. You got the kids this weekend, yep. don't you? You driving Brookings tomorrow or tonight? Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Okay. So I was going to take Drew... I got some ground lined up for them guys. And I got another, I got two more roosts lined up. Where are you going? To Ashley's place. But. Cutest baby ever. I got, I got three different roosts I can hunt this year. Yeah. Some, some primo stuff. I got one guy. Right over the road. Semi-pro stuff. Do you have that one right over the road? Nope. Here, I gotta go to the bathroom. I got quick. Jack Coleman's roost, and I have Larry Vanderlees. Yep. Brian Nagels. So, I'm just curious. Okay, so I got permission on Nagels to all of it. Brian. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's like or you. Blaine. Oh, probably. Yeah, Blaine. My bad. You got okay. Blaine. So, does Brian own the stuff on the south side of 37, or is that Blaine's? That's all Blaine. Okay. 
I don't know where the hell those turkeys went at all. They used to roost on the north side of the road, right off the road, pretty much. Yeah. They're not there this year. Well, since they cut all them big trees down. No, but they, that out. that's on the south side, though. Right. They roosted on the north. But they'll cross. They probably went back into that. They'll go back into Jack's. <laughs> Just more birds to add to Jack's. How many birds are in there? Over 100. 100 something. Durachek's is like that now, too. We were in there last weekend. We counted over 100 birds go up over the hill. That's insane. I seen probably 70 or 80 on Jack's. And then I just walking around Larry Vanderlee's place and it's just, it's. Is it? It looks like a feedlot full, <laughs> full of turkey. Yeah. It's a lot. And that, that ground south of him burned. Yeah. That Polk ranch and that high caliber ranch all burned. It's all in birds. Yeah. Moved up. You ready to go this weekend, Hayden? Oh, yeah, totally. First first weekend in Bon Home with a shotgun. Oh, yeah. I know I got you all fucking hyped up last year. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, dude, dude, it's going to be automatic. <laughs> you put in, and then you're like, dude, I didn't get a tag. And draw. I'm like, what the fuck? Then there was like a couple others that didn't draw either. Yeah. Well, TJ didn't draw. I think Joey was the only one that did. Yeah, but... Who didn't draw? Uh, Hayden didn't draw last year. Oh, yeah, I didn't draw. For he's archery? Like, no, no, for, for shotgun. shotgun. Oh. And he's like, dude, automatic. You apply, you'll get the tag. And I felt like Oh, shit. for here? Yeah. yeah. Because get it. we've had guys coming for fucking 10 years, and yeah. we have never had anybody not get a tag. And last year, we had two people not get tags. I'm like, no, three people, my bad. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? I don't, I don't know. Did they give out less tags last year? No idea probably just more people applied because everyone's hearing about it when i heard whoever's hunting over here on gelsmas i'm like why <laughs> you're not even from around here but it whatever it never they makes sense. a spot too whatever you got spots we got plenty we'll kill a turkey i am not worried about it man either if we shoot it off the road or if we no i'm just kidding anyways <laughs> it well, Brandon, even when you were you were like talking about that burn and all that shit that happened when you were sending me those pictures of you know all that stuff burned, and that was a big burn. It was just shy of a thousand acres yeah. of the heavy, heavy cedar trees along the river. Really? And I got the ground just on the north side of it. So all them birds moved up out of there. Yeah, it was and are into it was nasty. What I got locked up. I got three different bueno spots. One of them bueno had a, spots. Bueno, bueno. One of them. Varanas, varanas. Had a 20 and a half inches of beard. What? What? How'd you measure that? How the fuck is that possible? He had three separate beards. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what? Fucker's pull, dragging pull on the legs. ground underneath his Fucker's purse. dragging by his butt. Paint brushes. <laughs> Paint brushes. <laughs> Speaking of that, I don't know if you guys saw that on like Facebook. Beard. I was scrolling through and some guy was like, oh yeah, look at this beard that I shot. And he must have like... I don't know if he had like electrical tape taping them all together, but it had like 10 different fucking beards all taped together or something, or if it was hair extensions or what. Yeah. But it was like a 40 inch fucking beard. And I'm like, oh yeah. And go scrolling through the comments. Some of that shit was comical. I bet. <laughs> like you're not going to get beards much farther than fucking like 11 or 12 inches because they start dragging I and it just Eastern. rubs off. Like you get yeah. beard rot too. Yeah. I don't know none of this. 
You're just a goose guy. <laughs> it's all right about now. this. It's all about this. This would be like the first, like the first game that I hunt that's not goose in a long time. It's all about the spurs, man. Have you been down here duck hunting? Yeah, my first goose that I ever shot was out of Springfield. Really? Yep, off the river of Lewis and Clark. Sweet. Shout out to Nick Schneider. <laughs> Heck yeah. No, that's how I got addicted to goose hunting, and now, now I'm here. Come turkey hunting. Good come for you, man. Come here for duck hunting, dude. No, you've come, you've no, come I was a long just, way. I, I just was here uh, with uh, Matt Zilla. So he stays at the Airbnb. So there's, um, before you come over that hill, so the, like, um, just to the, just to the, just to the northeast of Cole's parents. Yeah. There's that, you can pull in and there's all those houses. Like it's just almost like a, it looks like a campground, but it's not. Oh, probably Kogan. I think so. But anyways, but Mattzilla, I came down here and hunting with him, and it's small world. Because was it a big log cabin? I will point it out when we go drive by it, and I got to snap Matt. But it was kind of cool. Like, I was here just not um, – I was here in October and November right? hunting, and it's like hunting for geese and ducks. We didn't do good just because geese and ducks weren't working. But now it's funny that I drove past that coming turkey hunting and it's like oh, i was just here and then cole's parents house is right there it's just small world stuff like literally the smallest world stuff yeah you're talking about like when we went in the bar last night everyone's fucking. oh my god that, okay that's like one of my biggest pet peeves about small town bars <laughs> you walk in everybody breaks their neck i'm sorry it's like one of my biggest oh, yeah, phobias it's terrible. is it, it pisses me off it's like Who the fuck's this guy yeah like yeah. just say something if you're really worried oh, a new guy in town yeah <laughs> oh, what are we gonna do to him like you're not gonna do shit quit yeah, you fucking go, looking at me you know fucking 20 heads are sitting and it's like eating the, food and then they're like hmm? it's like for like 10 minutes too that like, one of them hunters yeah yeah, yeah dude they, uh, all night pretty much i don't they know why fucking glaring over it's just annoying i don't know why springfield doesn't like promote their duck hunting more yeah, we really like, should. They do not at all. No, but see, like, here's the thing: that is even goose hunting in Springfield is crazy. It's awesome. Yep. It's amazing. The duck hunting, the goose hunting's like for years. I've said that I want to come down here for waterfowl, and then it's just like it's a day of driving, and then a day of scouting, and then maybe a possibility and of getting permission. What's upsetting to me is so yeah, our waterfowl hunting is phenomenal, but. We don't have that many waterfowl hunters around here. I bet and our, our our goose limit is four, which oh, is it was three when I first shot. Yeah, which is annoying because you got like maybe fifteen people hunting geese around here, and they're like one goes like every other weekend, maybe. Right. Yeah. So there's not many birds that get killed around here, but I mean duck hunting. There's a lot of people that come up from Iowa and Nebraska. And I had some buddies come up from Louisiana. Yeah. No, I mean, that, so like those guys, they, they're from Godzilla. They have their family up here and they have a whole bunch of land up here. Not a whole bunch, but he has land up here. And it's just like, and we had a conversation about like even Zilla's family of like, that his, his dad was like a lot of upsetness of like people just buying land or paying for leases and everything up here. And it's like. But it's like you don't really see that around Springfield, though, at the same time, you know? Like, you do, but you don't. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Snow Goose is kind of getting the leasing stuff. There was a guy passing Snow Goose coming to Cole's parents' place. Really bad. I know I know. a couple years ago we were about ready to get on a jump, and it was like textbook. Really? Like, they were fucking 10 yards away from the road, just loaded up. And these fuckers from Yankton come by. 
drove right past us and shot practically over our heads. Really? Yeah. When when do you head out for your stuff? Because I mean, you got you got to come up and hang out with me, Cole, and Hayden, and try to shoot some geese up in the actually further north of here. You know, what I mean, August. August. No, but you come back and uh, I come back come at back the end November. of October. Yeah, right. Mm. So that'd be fine. So like, yeah. When, well, when's it open? Whitetail rut here, like mid November. No, yeah. we open up September. No, I know that's when we open, but like when? Oh, like we close. Oh, damn bird. We close in our unit at like uh, December, but South Dakota, if it freezes, you can't hunt around. Yeah, you don't hold birds and past middle November. <laughs> you don't hold birds in a small pond or a small water when it gets yeah. froze at November. No. Yeah, speaking of, no water this year whatsoever. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, no flooded cornfields. How long does this river hold up? What do you mean? Like I'm saying, like before it gets froze. Because it's not that deep on this portion of the river. It will not freeze over until February. She stays open a long time. Really? Yeah. Yep. Do they push a lot of water through Lewis and Clark? Depends on what's up above. By Pickstown. Pickstown usually is what yeah. determines whether we freeze or not. Pickstown usually pushes a lot of It'll water. It'll be the last to freeze and the first to open. I mean, this year yeah. we barely froze. So open water is pretty much from Fort Randall to the lake, the oh. Lewis and Clark Lake. Okay. And when the lake starts opening up. Not a lot of people do fishing on Lewis. All them snow geese dump in. Yep. They'll be... Yeah. Our our shoots never freeze yeah. up though, like very rarely. It's like they get ice jams, but that's it. What about right at the right at right at the dam? It's it's always open, isn't it? Right. Well, probably because they're letting water out. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah. The geese don't sit there though. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And the basins or the overflow dam is always froze up, rock solid. Because yeah. I think me and my brother we went and fished at the overflow dam on Thompson or Pixon. I can't remember, but we did jack shit. I don't know how many how many birds do you guys usually hold? Like snow geese wise. Oh my gosh! This is on Lewis and Clark. Like where from yep. here? Like right down here. Cole, why why are you being so like what in the hell, that's, man? That's geese. That is not an iceberg. Yeah, it looks. I like, get it, this. It literally no, no, looks. No, like, I, I know. I know. It looks like <laughs> fucking ice on the water. I told you, dude. I said they'll be stretched for two miles. It's insane. How far is that from your parents' place? A fucking mile Look you can see door. it you can literally see it out the patio window it's insane but yeah. i will say i mean i guess i don't know because i wasn't here but right. the way it sounds is i don't think we had quite as many snow geese but how long do they hold the normally three weeks three four weeks they're here for three really yeah there's three this year too no. they flew by they're here three weeks no they cruised through here they cruised yeah. through here even this year or not but we didn't hold like we didn't no. hold like a huge number of birds for three what about weeks like normally we hold a like a the very large through South what about canada yeah. geese do they hold on the river like that late, or springfield late this time of year yeah yeah i mean they don't there's a lot of birds i'm saying like, during season when do you actually see them start holding on springfield i mean our season doesn't even open until november 4th usually like first week of november we don't open up until then huh so I mean, you start seeing them late October, but we don't start holding them till November. Right. And like our big numbers don't show up because we just like all the geese that are here right now are like the northern geese. Like I big fuckers. Yeah. Snow geese, though. I don't know. They get me so frustrated and so confused. (laughs) 
They're I went snow goose hunting in spreads for the first time this year. Um, three times, and through the three times, I think we shot like twenty birds, and it wasn't the outfitter's problem. It was I didn't I, I didn't shoot. I was just there to just to have fun with my camera and do podcast stuff. But it was like. It was like fuck snow geese, dude. Well, here's <laughs> here's the thing though. Is, I hate them. Here's the thing though is we're so far north, and the fact that we can only hunt them. I mean, you don't even see them when they go through <coughs> right away. But like when they're coming back up, they're so fucking educated. Mm-hmm. They've seen so many spreads, like hundreds and yeah, hundreds of spreads Arkansas all the way here. from Arkansas. Right. And then yeah. they get up here, and then I I don't know what North Dakota has, like what they shoot for snow geese, but I doubt they shoot shit. Because there's a lot of, we get a lot of spreads set up right here by the river. A lot of people set up like stationary spreads around here? Yeah, like half a mile off the river. Like there's there was a spread just west of my house that they had that set up for probably three weeks. I don't know. There's something that's different about snow geese. Like, like Hayden, you've went on like regular, like actual yeah. set up spreads and everything. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That shit just. I feel like that's the only it's, it's way to hunt. It's hit or miss, honestly. It is. But it's the most realistic way to hunt snow geese, oh. in my opinion. Yeah, I get it. Like, jumping snows is fun and all fun and dandy. Like, I have no hate on somebody, but it's like... But, like, when you do it, you feel like... You, you almost feel guilty, in a sense. When you do. It. No, you're murdering them. <laughs> you I are mean, murking them. Yeah, it's legal, but, but you're like, fuck. I like, Save the tundra. I just, yeah. spent, I just spent literally three seconds of fun for... 40 minutes of fucking nothing but hell. Belly yeah. crawling fucking through. No, 30, 40 minutes of picking up dead geese, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know well, what I mean? Yeah, you spent you 40 turn. minutes crawling up them, them damn things, and then and then three seconds of shooting, and then 40 minutes of picking up. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. No, fuck that, it's man. Normally 40 a- minutes of picking up is an understatement. I, last year, we jumped 105 on a lake. Yeah. And we picked them up for the better half of four hours. Yeah, it's a, it's a jump. I mean, those jumps can take half a fucking day. You, you get done shooting, and you're like, hell yeah, hell yeah. Everybody's hipping and hollering, and then the hipping and hollering pretty pause is pretty quick. You're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. We <laughs> really those good. cripples. Yeah. Yeah, I'm running fucking half a mile across the field. Half the time, I just let them go. I used to, I used to chase snow geese all the time, like pass shooting and everything like that, when I was like, 18 19 20 but now it's like nope smoke too many cigarettes drink too many beers and you ain't <laughs> catching me doing that whole pass shooting shit i'm sorry no no way yeah it's not fucking happening pass shooting is look it is kind of fun it is i mean i don't like doing it a lot but you get like a couple buddies and you're just laying in a fucking ditch yeah <laughs> you shooting the- at shit way too high that you'd never shoot at in your life yeah because you don't laughing. give a shit you're, you're like don't. laughing your ass off and then you finally knock one down and you're like fuck that's how I'm confused that South Dakota hunter or outfitters run snow geese guides around here because so many people just jump shoot them, pass shoot them, do anything to kill them, you know, anything, you know, like they'll do yeah. anything to kill it. Because, I mean, when you can shoot them from the ditch, you don't need to have permission from the farmer. Okay, I don't know if it's legal or not, but like you crawl up on them and they're in a, they're they're 10 yards off the roadside. I'm sorry, you're climbing up on that thing. You don't need to call the farmer to shoot at him. It's so no, crazy. A lot, of people, like, a lot of people don't. I mean, like, what, what's what's in the wrong, though, there? You know, like, there's, like, I mean, you ain't going to, you're not going to hurt nothing. Yeah. You think about taking a 70-yard shot on a Canadian, then you're like, yeah. no fucking way. No, you're and not doing that. I'm sorry. Like, I'll, I'll. Hmm. You'll fucking burn through 10 shells just trying to shoot yeah. fucking one. But. Hmm. Snow geese. I yeah. hate them. <laughs> I'll never spend my money into them. There's no way. There's no way I'll spend a snow goose spread. 
I agree. That's so expensive. You get a couple dude. big spins on you, and then you're like, holy shit, it's worth it. I get that, but like you're talking thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars for one to two spins a year. Yeah. That's yeah. the first just like just depends how worth it is to you. Yeah. Right, exactly. I'd rather I'd rather have a <laughs> I'd rather have like two hundred, three hundred honker feet and have 20 geese at a time just trickling and they fly yeah. with such big groups that's why you very rarely get a spin i mean and if you do yeah. you get a fucking a, single or a double to come in or you get fucking huge if you spins. can get them to start spinning you get a fuckload well yeah i mean once they usually start spinning they're gonna eventually more than likely end up down there but it's yeah i don't know let's go turkey hunting tomorrow fuck yeah brandon thanks for being on here cole Thanks for being on here, Hayden. Well, big thanks to Cole for inviting me over here. Any Absolutely. last words for you guys? No. No, man. What about semi-pro? Anything for the last semi-pro? Well, if you want to go look at what we do, go to HiddenCreekOutfitters.com. Mm-hmm. Hidden Creek Outfitters. Powell, Wyoming. Cody, Wyoming. Get that name out. Get that name out. <laughs> I'll go there for free, right? It's killed an out. Hell of an experience. <laughs> Just kidding. No, yeah. Thanks for everybody for coming on. It's been a blast, absolute blast. Like I can't wait. Shoot a turkey, maybe. Maybe there'll be a, a picture with a uh, me holding a turkey when this episode post releases. I hope so, man. All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>